Why you don't love me? Uh, why you ain't call me? Why you ain't shot me? Why you ain't home? Why you at a party? Why you with them hoes that be talking on the phone with another man talking about they man? Them hoes that got a lot of people, kids, they ain't got baby. no money, they ain't got no plans. Back in the building with your boy Coles for the Two Coles Fantasy Show. It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. Week five. It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. With no Coles. It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. With Johnny Dubs. It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. Let's go. Yes, sir. It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. Holding it down. Me and Combs in the building. Coles, well, Clooney decided to take the day off. So we got one Coles brother and your boy Johnny Dubs in the building. We are here, per usual, Week 5 Fantasy Football, Episode 310, Two Coast Fantasy Show. Talk about your fantasy week. We're going to recap Week 4, give some takeaways and thoughts on uh, the happenings that we saw from this past week. We're going to preview Week 5, and we're going to talk about some players. We're going to ask a simple question. Who's real and who's not? Shout out to Swiss. But uh, Combs, let's jump right into it, brother. Week four, very, very interesting week uh, fantasy-wise. Uh, we saw a mixture of everything. We saw some shootouts. We saw some blowouts. Uh, we saw some low-scoring defensive matchups. Uh, we saw, like I said, the, the big shootout uh, that we saw down in uh, well, that we saw out west in L.A. with the Bucks and Rams. So, I mean, I don't know where you want to start in this week four. Uh, I believe the Jets, had, the Jets and San Fran were on the bye, if I'm not mistaken. Jets and San Fran, Jets correct. and San Fran were the bye week, so you know they got the week off, but everybody else was in action. So, brother Combs, where would you like to start? Let's start with the great Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> that boy, good. Best man. <laughs> that best boy player good. in football right now. And the, not and, a quarterback. And not to cut you off, brother. I did see a text. Don't think I curved you. I did see a text. Oh. <laughs> I was just, I was asleep last night. That's all. I just hey. took a, took an early sleep. But I woke up. I said, "Oh, my, my man is interested." Hey, you know, <laughs> always interested, man. Always. But as of right now, CMC. I think fantasy regular football. He is besides a not as a non quarterback on the offensive side of the football field. I think he's the best you can have. On the field. He's doing it. Besides, as anyone in the league, that's over. Uh, him and Kamara, they're very close. I'll, I'll say that much. They are, they are probably one and two. Hence why they went one and two in the and draft. Well, I mean, well, let me not say one and two. Maybe It may be in our draft, but yep. Saquon was in there as well. And Saquon's right there, but he's been injured. So as, I'm sure when he gets back, he'll jump right back yeah, into the mix. Big but fact. As of right now, it's CMC and I'm Kamara. Now let's get to the other running backs in this list that are trying to be talking about. Finally, we get a breakout from Nick Chubb. Um, I'll say one thing about everyone with the Browns. As Nick Chubb goes, it may hurt OBJ. It may hurt Baker Mayfield. But if you're a Nick Chubb owner, you're feeling good right now from what you saw versus a stingy and stout mm-hmm. uh, Baltimore Ravens defense. Ravens yes, defense. That's been pretty good. Oh, they've been stellar this the first three weeks. They've been, yeah. they've been stellar this last two, uh, first four weeks. Um, but it's good seeing the Chubb Getting a solid work share, 20 carries, a buck 65, three touchdowns, all in the red zone. Besides a long touchdown, but uh, it looked good for him. 40 um, fantasy points from last week, too. So that's, that's a, something to note, you know, with the three touchdowns. And I think last week, you know, last week was the the week of the of the road graders. I'll say that. The ground, <laughs> the ground and pounders. True. 
Very so true. Jordan Howard jumped on the list. <laughs> Did Leonard he? Fournette jumped on the list. Todd Gurley jumped back on the list. Even now, is and if you're a Todd Gurley owner, excuse me, if you're a Todd Gurley owner, this is what you have to get used to. It's what we said before the season started that he's a high end goal line running back. <laughs> that he's not going to get the uses twenty to twenty like he used to. But in that offense, seventeen carries, fifteen carries. He didn't have any. I mean, he, had, he, had, he only, only had five last. He only had five carries yeah. last game. Only five against Tampa Bay. And he but paid, he had seven receptions. He so seven he, made, he made it up in the passing game. So was that about thirteen touches overall? Yeah, yeah so twelve. Hope you hope that that was more game script. Tampa Bay got up early, twenty-one nothing. Facts. They had to throw a ton, and but like you said, he still yeah, got the Gurley, goal line carries. Goff sixty-eight. He still got two goal line carries, Lord. two goal line touchdowns. One was I think was fifteen yards, maybe. Kind of salvaged the week fantasy. He did. But sense. if you're a Tiger, that's what you're hoping for. Yeah. Right. Um. As I scroll down my list, other names: Devontae Adams. He's back. Now he's hurt, the turf toe, so but he looked great in court accordingly. He no, great. certainly did. How did um, Buck 80 yards? Career high. Amazing. I think last week showed me that real football is finally affecting the fantasy football world bigly. Mm, talk talk expand on that a because little bit. Because I think in the past, teams and offenses were able to scheme around having the a bad old line. Like you look at Houston right now, mm-hmm. and Houston has great weapons with Fuller, Deshaun, uh, DeHop, Stills, Stills, uh, Hyde, and Duke Johnson. They all should be solid, fancy players. But the old line is just literally killing all their value right now on the field. Facts. You look at the Minnesota Vikings, Diggs and Thielen. Mm. He's getting killed right now by Kirk Cousins in his own field play. That even if Kirk Cousins, even last year, Kirk Cousins wasn't great. He was five hundred. But he was still good enough where Diggs and Thielen was able to be top fifteen, top twenty receivers. True. I believe Diggs. I believe Thielen was a top ten. I think actually. Yeah, Thielen. Yeah, Thielen. And Diggs was top, top twenty. So yeah, even so, as you're seeing real football, and but also you're on the good end. You see Russell Wilson, who's a high end quarterback right now. He's able to make a Will Disley of, of thing in fantasy football. A Tyler Lockett, even who's not even Tyler Lockett, who's on the lower scale of the target share. He's still a thing in fantasy football because Russell Wilson's that deadly that he can find him. Chris Carson, same way. Um, so it's, it's really Mason Rudolph over in Pittsburgh with hey, Juju right now. Talk about it. Pittsburgh may win, and Pittsburgh is going to win football games that way. They're going to win football games playing real football, running the ball. Mm-hmm. James Conner should get an uptick. Jalen Samuels should get an uptick, and they're going to play defense. But Juju Smith-Schuster is – you drafted him as a top 15 player. And he is getting that number one coverage that we said exactly. he would. And you see people like, who was it? Was- not Washington, um, Johnson. Yep. Uh, Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson bust yep. out of nowhere. So, yeah, that, that is, Ju- Juju is kind of hampered in a sense. Exactly. And the Steelers, you know, who are – and you drafted Juju as a top 15 player, of course. Certainly, yeah. Um, you're hoping that he's going to have A-B share. And as of, right, as of right now, I'm nervous about Juju. We'll get to that later, but mm-hmm. he's one of those players that real football is affecting his fantasy football value. Even in the past, maybe his team's bad. Mason Rudolph would be throwing around, chucking up the juju all game. Now, on a team like Pittsburgh, they're going to be really conservative. They're going to hamper all that. And that's what's happening right now in, in uh, Pittsburgh. So that's what you're really seeing this year, I think, with the up and downs of every week as someone hits this week, someone doesn't hit next week. Someone hits this week, like Julio Jones. 
And so on Sunday, Matt Ryan was awful. <laughs> Matt, Ryan was, Matt Ryan was terrible on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. He's fumbling the ball. He threw a, he threw two picks, I believe. And Tennessee controlled the clock, which basically just killed Julio, killed Ridley. They let Hooper get a bunch of catches just, yeah, in between the field, but he wasn't going anywhere, so they're fine with that. Devontae Freeman got off a little bit, and Edo Smith got a touchdown Smith. on the goal line. Goal line but right. if if the if if the team isn't right, it feels like that star player or your the guy you're depending on the most isn't showing up that week. It seems like, and that's what's hurting a lot of these top players in fantasy football. It's and um it and and we'll get on to later who we should buy low, sell high, who's real, who's not. We'll talk about that later. But through four weeks, some might say two weeks. The first two weeks could have been preseason football. Sammy Watkins got off three weeks. You know what I'm saying? Just certain names that got off as still we, holding weight yeah, from week one. We're, 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 we're certainly so, going to get to somebody like Sammy Watkins because we, we, you and me exactly. had a little discussion prior to it. I, so, I was a little mind-blown with what I was seeing number-wise. It's the conclusion of my recap. You look at the, the first four weeks. The first month is over. You look at the first quarter of fantasy football, mm-hmm. I should say, and you see the names on the list of top tens. You see Sammy Watkins. It's very, it's very, DJ it's very Sharks. interesting list. There's a name that are raising question marks. A lot of people holding weight from one strong week, hmm. two strong weeks, but that's the biggest thing right now. Who's the guys for the long haul and who's not? And and we'll get to that during this episode, and we'll break all that down for you guys. But that's my biggest thing for the first month of football. Um. It, it's it's real choppy right now. It's real it's real choppy. So before we move forward, let me just ask you a couple of questions pertaining to a couple of players that yep. uh, I guess you know we we spoke about and you know just reading certain reports, you know watching certain shows, listening to certain podcasts. Certain names were droppable, you know, one moment, and you know because of a good game, a strong week, they kind of I guess made a strong case for themselves. So I'll say one: uh, Baker Mayfield. People were enough reports about dropping him. You know, it's, it's it's good to move on from him. He's not performing well. I would say that was due to them having a tough first uh, part of the schedule. But um, we saw, like we saw last week versus the Ravens, bust out for 40 points. Granted, he only threw for one touchdown, but 342 through the air. You know, he he kind of, you know, he, 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 made, he made up for a, a many, many bad weeks from especially where you drafted him, which I think in our draft, he was drafted in the, in the fifth or sixth round. So mm-hmm. drafted relatively high and not producing like that quarterback. So what are your thoughts on him? Are you still kind of low on him? Or, you know, is there, is there slightly an uptick simply because he performed well against a very solid defense and his schedule does soften up towards the end of the season? That run game makes me believe in Baker Mayfield. So that's when he's at his best. And he only had a few touchdowns. Jarvis got caught, I think, twice on, the, <laughs> on about a five or <laughs> ten-yard yeah. line. Um, OBJ had a few opportunities in the end zone. He threw it to him a couple of times. He almost had a few touchdowns besides the one he had. To, um, Joku. Joku. Not Joku. The backup. The other tight end. Oh, you're right. right, uh, right. Big fella. I can't think of his name. But, um, Ricky Seals. Ricky Seals Jones, yes. But uh, with that, if if they can contain that running game, I mean, maintain that running game, excuse me, Baker Mayfield is still one of the better play-action quarterbacks in the game. He has, that's honestly one of the biggest reasons why he went to Heisman the play action and his accuracy. So if that can if their running game is gonna be this formidable and force opponents to to put more people in the box possibly, the the defense is gonna bite up now on the play action. 
He can get Landry and Beckham behind the behind the behind the linebackers and a little soft spot between the safety and the and the linebackers. And I think he can. I think Baker. I think they found something. I think Monday night's gonna be something a little better. I think for San Fran, tough opponent in San Fran, but I think they're gonna win this one out. Um, I still wouldn't drop Baker. I have him on my bench if you drafted him. Hopefully you pick you up. You saw someone. what happened in our league. Yeah. Good lord, how we freaking got oh, yeah, dropped, of course. and then and got picked up right away. <laughs> but um, if you have a Baker Mayfield, of course you probably by now at least have someone else. Jacoby Brissett. Maybe you snagged Matt Stafford earlier. Maybe you had Josh Allen. He's rumbling around. Uh, Garden miss you magic, but um, I'm still holding out for Baker for better days. He still plays Bengals twice. They still play Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Um, there's easier games on that schedule where they still play the Ravens again, who he's whooped up on. Um, there will be games on that schedule where Baker has better days. And this weekend, I know San Fran's been good. I might hold off on him this weekend. The cross travel, cross country game. San Fran did Monday have night football, calls, I believe. Fresh. San Fran's fresh. They've been scouting for two weeks now. I would hold off on this game, but um, when he has better matchups and favorable matchups, I think I'm fine with Baker Mayfield. All right, and one more person I want to ask about, uh, Mr. James Conner. Granted, again, we saw him against a very weak Bengals defense. Uh, he was able to, I mean, he didn't necessarily get off in the running game, but definitely made an impact in the passing game. You know, eight, eight receptions, 83 yards, had a touchdown, you know, ended up with 18 and a half fantasy points. So um, how, how are we feeling uh, about James Conner? Is somebody we're still low on, or do we think the the Steelers' offense has found a little bit of rhythm with Mason Rudolph and, you know, other people's, like we said, uh, Deontay Johnson, you know, people like that, the defense playing very well. Again, yes, it was the Bengals. They're awful. They suck. But, you know, we saw some continuity in the offense. We saw the defense kind of clicking. So if that if that just kind of uh, charisma continues, is James Conner kind of viable moving forward or somebody that just still kind of, eh? So right now, me and James, so he's not the RB1 you drafted him to Certainly be. not. Certainly That's not. what he isn't. He's actually ranked 21 yeah. <laughs> currently. He's, he's probably more in that range of, Sonny Michelle, he's stuck in that mode of those running backs drafted in that area, probably. The Michelles, James Conner, Jordan Howard, um, Phil Lindsay, possibly. Lindsay, right. Lindsay and Royce Freeman. Shit, they're <laughs> both getting 50 50 right now. <laughs> right. Um, Leonard Fournette, besides last week, the Tony over Denver. Denver's terrible against off anyone, it seems like. <laughs> besides Denver. Um, and Bradley Chubb is hurt, unfortunately, torn ACL out for the fact, year. So of course. That yep. does affect them, but. Of course. Um, He's in that group of running backs right there, probably, that aren't getting the touchdowns that you like or the yardage that you like because of the circumstances. But you don't want to sell it. It's tricky right now. You don't want to take a bad offer for James Conner and sell him low, but you also don't want to hold on to him thinking that, all right, now he's going to hit, now he's going to hit, and then he never hits, and then your next man, you know you're 2-4, and 2-5, and five, waiting for Gene Conner, something's happening. To be a thing, right. I think he's probably a sell candidate right now, Gene Conner. Mm. Coming up with you saw Monday Night Football, playing on primetime, everyone saw him play. He looked pretty good. It's just, 
you're nervous about Pittsburgh. Yeah, no, I, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. Even me as a fan, I'm 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 nervous. Like I said, it looked good, mm-hmm. but it was. The and Bengals, even with the so. Bengals being that bad, the game wasn't that. It, yeah, well, yeah, the game was never over. <laughs> the Bengals was just terrible. I mean, um, it was kind of over at a certain. Like, oh yeah, I, by the time I got the fourth quarter, but for three quarters. The Bengals, if they yeah, we, one, we didn't if, pull away the way they had gotten one touchdown. If they had gotten one touchdown on the board earlier, the Bengals, maybe two touchdowns, it would have been a lot different ball game. <laughs> Watching them, Jalen Samuels run the Wildcat a lot, but um, I think they play. Who you guys play this week? You guys play uh, Baltimore. Baltimore this week. This makes me nervous because as you see, Chubb just tore him up for tore him a new one, pretty much. <laughs> you know, looking mad, angry. Mason Rudolph can't manipulate the pocket the way Baker Mayfield can. So the lanes aren't going to be there the same way they was for Nick Chubb. This Juju's nice, but with Beckham and Landry, you got to respect them. I respect So you don't respect Juju. So if you're a James Conner owner, like I said, you're Michelle. You don't respect Juju. <laughs> like how you just bypassed that. Because teams are teams, teams showing me what it is right now. Besides the Bengals, <laughs> who never can seem to stop Pittsburgh or anything. No matter what point Pittsburgh's at, or no matter who Mike Tomlin has on the field, Word. he's going to beat the Bengals somehow. <laughs> Mike Tomlin. Book two wins every season for Mike. Book two wins for Mike Tomlin <laughs> against the Bengals. No matter who's playing, Rashard Mendehal, Willie Parker, <laughs> Le'Veon, James Conner. No matter who's playing running the bus, no matter who's playing running back for Mike Tomlin, they are going to run the ball against the Bengals. That's a fact. <laughs> so... If I'm Connor on right now, yes, I'm looking to any either it's either two and two with James Connor. If you can try and maybe throw him with someone else, maybe try and get go and get a higher tier running back, maybe. And that was tough, but that's where we are with James Connor right now. Yeah, he's a very touchdown dependent. Even and and in a better offense, you would take that. Because look at Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley is the same way. Yeah, but, but in the Rams' offense, offense, the higher-powered offense. High-powered offense. And yeah. you ex- even in the defense things. So even if defense is going to be terrible, going to give points quick, or Tiger's going to be the field for something, either in the red Facts. zone or scoring opportunities. We look at Sonny Michelle, Connor, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Teams are stacking the box a little more against them and, and containing their running games a little more. But, uh, yeah, I think of Connor. If you have a Connor, I'm a little nervous. I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking at offers, definitely. And um, I'm probably looking for an upgrade or more safer running back to throw out there every week. All right. Copy that. All right. So let's move on, Combs, to week five. Uh, we have a nice stacked uh, week of games ahead of us. Stacked Sunday, I should say. But a nice, nice set of games. And we're starting off with a Thursday game. So we'll start off with L.A. going into Seattle Thursday night, CenturyLink Field. Where we at with it? Ooh, L.A. going to Seattle, coming off a night where Jared Goff threw the ball 55 times? No, no, it was 68. 68, excuse me, 68 times. <laughs> Don't short taste, man. It was 68. When I saw those numbers, I said, yo, his arm had to fall off after the game. Bruh, 68 attempts? Like, goodness Christ. Like, that is crazy. Now, I do believe this game will be a lot Closer, so I don't think I have to throw the ball 68 times. Um, I hope so. This is a very watched game, I think. I think everyone will have eyes on this is gonna be a what nice the hell is Taco because you know, the Rams play when they play on Sunday, the Rams they come on at wear time like it's four o'clock, <laughs> the Bears are settling already, they're never on the main event TV, so you're not watching every single drive. I think this will be the first time people have full eyes on the Rams for every single drive. 
We want to see is Todd Gurley just not getting the football at all? Like, what's happening? Is it all Cooper Cup, Woods, Cooks? But um, if you're a Rams player, you got to play all the Rams, of course. Uh, Jared Goff, maybe even a better option. I might bench him, but if he's on the ball that much, you got to play him, I feel like. For Seattle, of course, you're playing Russell. Of course, you're playing Carson. You're playing Lockett. And until Will Disley doesn't hit anymore, you got to play him, I think. Games. But it was great to see Robert Woods, who was a, a by low candidate last week, I oh, think. Oh, yeah, he came alive. And and if he was able to snag him, he came alive. Hopefully, he has a bad game this week, maybe another mediocre game next week, and buy him low again before he takes off. <laughs> before he finally hits stride. Yeah. <laughs> but I, even though Robert Woods, the old game, usually around 60 yards, 65 yards, so it's still tough. You got to negotiate for that one. But he's always a solid fancy player to have in squad. Always. All right, let's move on to the next game, starting off with the first Sunday game. We got Cincinnati hosting Arizona. Now, this game might be fireworks because two bad defenses, two bad teams. You can see a lot of turnovers. You can see a lot of fumbles. You can see a lot of touchdowns. (laughs) You're right. You actually have no idea what this game could be. I have no clue what's about to happen right now. Because it does two like, battle lines. If fake has shootout potential. Yeah, and, fake. And you put it in real football terms, it's two battle lines, two bad defenses, and two quarterbacks are going to sling it around the field. They'll throw it up. They're going to throw it up. No, you know it. I don't know who's going to catch it, but they're going to throw it up. Yeah, especially on Cincinnati because I just see John Ross exactly. went down. I was say, you look at Cincinnati, John Ross is out now indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not on the public. He'll be out for the next probably eight weeks, he said. Um, so hopefully, we'll get Cincinnati first. If you're Andy Dalton, if you have Andy Dalton, um, if you have. Stafford on a bye. If you've been wrong with Stafford, possibly. Um, Drew Brees is hurt. Uh, maybe you're wrong Mr. Bisky out there in two quarterback league. I don't know. But I think Andal is a viable play option this week versus Arizona defense. Tyler Boyd should get a lot of targets. No John Ross. No A.J. Green. Eifert's a little long in the tooth and hurt all the time. So I think Boyd should eat him up. I think Joe Mixon, if you're a Joe Mixon owner, you're – you circle this game as all right, You're Joe. Salivating at all right, game. Joe. Fact. It's gotta be it. It's gotta be it, Joe. Before you think about it's gotta be it. This is probably the worst <laughs> team you're playing this all season. You don't know what Jets team you're gonna see by the time you see the Jets. It might look a little different. It might be healthy. See the most might be back. True. Quinn Williams can be back. Darnold can be back. So this this is the game for Joe Mixon. If you're an Arizona owner, um, you're playing Kyle Murray, of course. Uh, you're playing Larry Legend. You're playing David Johnson, and Kirk. I saw got hurt last game towards the right. end of the game. So. I'll fade him this game. If he plays and he's healthy, he's practicing all week, then play him up. Yeah. But monitor I'll, reports. Monitor reports, of course. All right, moving on to the next. We got Tennessee hosting Buffalo. I love Tennessee this week. Um, Buffalo is a good team, great defense, but Matt Barkley, I believe, is playing quarterback. So <laughs> if I'm a Tennessee, well, you only honestly in Tennessee, you only play one person. That's Derrick Henry. Henry. I will roster AJ Brown though. I will roster Corey Davis. Just really, you know why? Because depending on who, who's at the bottom of your bench, who do you even have in your roster? Their talent level is really it's enough good. to warrant them enough being to warrant space. Yeah, gotcha. okay. And okay. with with bye weeks, with injuries, with uh, you're throwing darts out there. I just feel like with those two, it's, it's like roulette. Like, are are they going to show up this game? Is it going to be three for twenty four, or is it going to be six for one eleven? Like, you That's, know what I'm saying? It's just, you never know what you're going to get. And of course, and it's, it's it's really not even them. It's really Mariota, and it's really just yep. Tennessee and oh, game yeah. flow and game. Those two on the team like, would be studs. 
Those yeah. two Andy Russell be stuck. For, right for real. Like, but, give them a real quarterback. Like, yes, a lot of shade on them. I was about to oh, say yeah. no hate, but yes, much hate. If they oh, had yeah. a real quarterback, I feel both of them would be in way better spots. But I feel I, like I don't like Russian roulette with with those with like them specifically. I don't facts. like I don't like the Russian roulette. You're loading up Derrick Henry. You're feeling good about that. Oh, big facts. Um, how about Buff? Buffalo. You're playing Frankie G. I think Frankie G's a thing. He's you're playing Frankie G. <laughs> I think if you don't have a better option, you're playing John Brown, and that's about it. Because <laughs> Matt Barkley scares me, but yeah. he'll take some shots to John Brown. Frankie will get a lot of touches, so I think at flex options, there are options at flex right now. Yeah. Solid options at flex, actually. Okay. Next game, we got Chicago versus Chicago. Oakland, and this game is in London. London. London Starting with Chicago. Now, Chase Daniel, a quarterback, has me thinking. Because, yes, Dave Montgomery got the ball 21 times rushing. But the Which offense is nice was, for the offense Montgomery the, best, the first drive with three cones on the field. <laughs> Word, so, yeah. this is the problem we have in Chicago that <laughs> like we had last week. I don't want to say you got to pick one, but... It's the same problem you kind of had last year with Chicago. Last, exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. Like, you got to... I don't want to say you got to pick one, but you might have to get Tariq Cohen more of the first string roles. Because especially with Chase Daniels or Trubisky, if they can't throw the ball to Allen Robinson consistently, you might as well be going all game. Yeah, you need somebody and to check down too. I like the first game. So in Chicago side, you got to keep Cone on your roster because you saw last game. You look, you put him in space. Facts, yeah. Anthony Barker yeah. touch him. He couldn't even put a finger on. Him. Yo, yo, so that boy is so fast. Yo, exactly. that was crazy. Exactly. So just for that in general, first time alone, you got to keep on your roster. I wouldn't play him this week because Oakland. I'm not really sure. I want to play with Terry Cohen if he was open. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but Matt Nagy being so half-assed with him right now, half-pregnant, as they say in the business, I'm not sure. And you look at David Montgomery, he isn't the most effective running back right now, to say the least, but he's getting the ball a ton. So you we, hope we, this we game like, is... We like volume here. Yeah. So you hope this game is Oakland. I think I will roll with David Montgomery out there versus Oakland. It should be up a lot. It should be up in general. Um, and his carries have been up from that first yeah, week, which was kind of the anomaly. Week. It's it's 18, but 13, 21, respectively. So it's, it's on it's Chicago. Nice. I think that's about it. Montgomery, I'm fading out. I think if you have my Robinson, if you have better options, I'm playing better options. <laughs> like, but it's it's shaky. How are we on Oakland? Oakland, you're playing Josh Jacobs, of course. You're playing Waller. You're playing guys. You're playing Waller. T-Will? You're playing Ty- T. Will. You're playing Jacobs. Um, I think they'll score some kind of points, right? I, I, I would hope so. I would hope I so. Would hope so. In London, you hope so. So, you just hope. And it will be yards. Gruden won't look, have him looking crazy out there all game. So, <laughs> I think you're playing you guys. Okay. Next up, Tampa Bay going into New Orleans. Mercedes-Benz Superdome, 1 o'clock Sunday. Tampa Bay coming off the shootout with LA. As of right now, you got to find any Tampa Bay player and just play him. Yo, Jameis. They're all good though. I mean, they're all like fan- fantasy wise, besides with OJ, the exception of the running back, OJ Howard and, and running OJ. Back. Yeah, like, like anyone, Jameis. Godwin, Jameis throwing the ball too. Jameis Godwin and Evans. Load him like, up. Load him up. Jameis Godwin. I'll, we might get to those three later, but they real. <laughs> those three real. <laughs> and with Bruce Arians calling them plays up, Jameis Godwin and Evans are going to be real things all season. Yeah, and it, it, it was a, it was a slow start. It was a it slow was. start throughout. It was. But, you know, we figured it would take a little while for yep. Jameis to get his, mm-hmm. under his bearings. Like, his and, bearings And under most him. likely it will be based on uh, who the coverage is, who has better matchups. So, you look at this matchup versus New Orleans. 
I'm sure Lattimore wants his uh, rematch with Mike Evans. Oh, of course. After he cooked him last week last year. <laughs> after Mike Evans and Ryan Fitzpatrick cooked him last year. I'm sure he wants his rematch again. Like he had last week with uh Mari Cooper. Cool, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure he wants a rematch with uh with uh with um Mikey. With Mike Evans also. So I'm a, but even even still I'm still playing Mike. I'm feeling oh, great yeah. about Mike Evans. Oh, yeah. He cooked him last year twice. I'm feeling great about Chris Godwin because he's gonna be on Eli Apple. <laughs> um I'm Apple feeling, picking I'm time. feeling great about Jameis Winston because he's out there just chucking it. <laughs> um Ronald Jones, I'm I'm putting him on right. He looks good, Ronald Jones. He looks good. Yes, and he was one of those people that you should have uh, that you should roster that you should add. Oh yeah, if uh, if he's on your waiver wire, some yep. some places he's rostered, but I'm sure most. I think it was, if I'm not the number, if I'm not mistaken, the number was like 43 percent or something like that that he wasn't rostered in mm-hmm. leagues. So yeah, p- pick him up. He's somebody like you said, just to add some depth to your bench. Besides the James being James versus San Fran <laughs> and Todd Bowles forgetting about how to call defense versus the Giants, <laughs> the Buccaneers could be four and zero right now. Easily no, be born no, Very true. Very true. But they had the same rank. He won. So James wanted to be just famous. Just Jameis. Jameis, yeah, just do Don't be famous. Jameis. Just be Jameis. Leave famous Jameis at home. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> if he can be regular Jameis, not famous Jameis, he'll be fine. But they're too, they should be four zero. You look at the you look at the um, uh, Saints. Alvin Kamara, of course, you love him. Versus Tampa Bay, you, you got to play him. Uh, Michael Thomas, load him up. And that's about it for the Saints, though. They're playing real football right now, but. Kamara, Thomas, Thomas had 95 yards last year, last week, no catches. Yeah. So you hope you can get in the end zone, make a little, make that line a little bit better. But yeah, you're going Saints, you're going Thomas, you're going Kamara, and be happy about it. Alrighty, sir. Next game, we're coming back home to New York as our Giants. Well, let me not say our Giants. The Giants host the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins and Dam. We'll start with the G men. Uh. We'll fade young Daniel Jones. We're fading Daniel. Yeah. yeah very, very tough. This is a real test. Yeah. Tough. He looked a little shaky last week with Washington. You know, that, that story kind of got buried, how shaky he looked, because the Redskins literally looked they stink. terrible. <laughs> they, Honestly, they should be fine for what they did for the Wayne Haskins. Yo, how dare you just throw the man out there. Yeah, I didn't like that. With no reps. Granted, Case Keenum was yeah. trash, but like keep keep him out there. like Because right. clearly Haskins not ready, and I okay. felt bad. Now you care about Case Keenum's foot? Yeah. <laughs> the man was in a boot on Wednesday. You had him playing on Sunday. Full participant on Thursday. Now you care about his foot. All right. All right, Jake Gruden. Okay. Cole McCoy got a broken back. He's still trying to play him. Okay. So, after what, even even on all that mess, Daniel Jones did look very shaky. Right. And the one touchdown to Goldman, the man was wide open, of course. But, uh, yeah, Faden Jones. Goldman, you're playing because of the touches, the volume. Mm-hmm. You're not sure what Minnesota Vikings team is even going to show up. So, I'm actually playing Goldman and feeling pretty fine about it. Yeah. Especially as a feeling for yeah. Saquon. Like, he's, exactly. he's clearly going to get, he's, get yep. he's getting the Saquon touches. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm okay. confident with that. I'm that. Shepard, you're playing, even though. It's going to be a tough week. The X-Man's oh, on yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. It's going to be very got stressful. the X-Man <laughs> it's on gonna It's going to be a tough week. But if you're an Evan Ingram owner, hopefully he can get wiggle, get some wiggle room. Uh, it's going to be tough. Harrison Smith though. back there, brother. Vikings defense is very <laughs> tough. Lord, Lance Kendrick's going to be on him. Harris Smith's going to be on him. Yeah. That Vikings defense is very tough. But you have those players, you're playing them, I think. On the Vikings side, Dalvin Cook, he's in that top five right now probably for running back, for players in general in football. Um... Thielen and Diggs, of course, you're playing them. The Giants' secondary is terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you expect Kirk Cousins that's the to biggest show thing. the fuck up. <laughs> that's the biggest thing. You're hoping this would be the Kirk Cousins game. 300 yards. Let them air it out. The Giants' defense is terrible. Dalvin Cook running it up. You're hoping this would be the game. The Vikings' offense looks good. That's what you're hoping for. The man hasn't thrown for 300 yards all season. Like, you're hoping this would be the one. Yeah, this man. should be the one. Good Lord. 
All right, Combs, we're going to Philly. Your brother should be here because it will be a nice little banter because he's hosting your Jets. Yeah, well, boys. Let's start with the Jets quickly. Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> quickly. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell. Keep it real, Cole. See, that's why I like Cole, man. Keep it real. Until Sam comes back, Le'Veon Bell. That's it. For my Jets. <laughs> On to Philly, then. For Philly, uh, Carson Wentz, uh, top three MVP candidate right now. Um, Boy, has looked good. He you're playing Jordan Howard. Miles Sanders. Are, are you? Oh, yeah, you got to play Jordan Howard. I thought we saw last Just week. Just based off of, Okay, so we're going based off of. These are the last. He getting the ball 13, 13 14 times a game. The problem has been that versus Washington, they were down 21 nothing. Versus Atlanta, they was down early. And they still lost. It was a shootout versus Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And you see the last two games versus uh, Green Bay. And Detroit. And Detroit. More reasonable game. Even though Detroit was up on a little bit early. But they were able to run the ball out. And versus Green Bay, they pounded, they beat them up pretty, yeah. pretty much versus Green Bay. Yeah, 15. So yeah, I expect the same thing versus my Jets. That the Philadelphia O-line will get physical. Peters, Kelsey. Dillard, they're gonna put some pause on uh, my Jets defensive line. Leonard Williams on him, he's soft anyway. <laughs> they're gonna put the pause on him, move him around. I expect Howard to run the ball. Miles Sanders, I might bench him this week until I see that he's getting at least the catching targets. Right. Watching Jordan Howard catch the ball, I'm sure that devastating Miles Sanders owners. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. until I see Miles Sanders at least dominating those touches. Because at first it looked week. like he had his role carved yeah. out, but then this Jordan Howard thing kind of came about, mm-hmm. and then it's like now he kind of has to like reestablish mm-hmm. himself almost. So well, yeah, people forget Jordan. Jordan Howard's a good football player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you stick with him, he'll be fine. even though like Combs likes to, like Coles likes to say he was plotting out there, and when he was back in uh, well, the problem Chicago, with Chicago with Tariq Cohen is electrifying. <laughs> yeah, we've seen it right now. They invested in David Montgomery a little higher than Jordan Howard, so that's what I still rolling with that. I feel like because if they wanted, they could just. Have the same format. Have the Cohen show. Right. It could be the Cohen show. Have him running slot routes. Have him running short routes. Run the ball. It could be that show again. Mm-hmm. But with the same thing, I think Doug Peterson, who loves his committee and running backs, but he does <laughs> he loves his big running back also, and he'll feed Jordan Howard. I think, especially versus my Jets, they'll get up early. They'll grind this one out. Um, you're playing Alshon. You're playing Wentz. You're playing Jordan Howard. I'm fading my uh, Miles Sanders. Is he healthy? I think he's coming. I think. I mean, they have him. They have him listed at uh, projected at seven point one. Right now, playing. I'm playing him. <laughs> Ertz, I'm playing Ertz. I'm playing oh, so Philadelphia Eagles. I'm playing Eagles defense. I'm playing Eagles defense. You loaded Philly up. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be a good cheesesteak day in Philadelphia. <laughs> Big cheesesteaks around in Saturday for Philadelphia. In Philadelphia too. Yeah. Even though my Jets yeah. had a nice bye week, I don't think much is gonna happen. Yeah. I don't see much. I don't know how much they can change Luke Falk out there. I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. All right, so uh, let's keep it in Pennsylvania and uh, NFC North matchup. I'm sorry, AFC North matchup. Baltimore Ravens coming into Pittsburgh to face my Steelers. Let's start on the Baltimore side. Now, Baltimore has been struggling these last two weeks. Oh, I can't really say struggle. They lost a the game. At, they look fine versus Kansas City. Um, they struggled last week versus the Browns. But I think this week they get back on track. Uh, this will be a tough game, but I think Lamar Jackson makes just enough plays to win this one for them. You're playing Lamar, of course. You're playing Ingram. Hollywood is tricky. I was Hollywood gonna, I was gonna is ask. tricky. I was going to ask. You're playing Mark Andrews, of course. You're playing Ingram. You're playing Lamar. Hollywood, depending on what you have, where you're at, he could be a trade candidate, Hollywood. Mm. Maybe a nice little piece to sweeten the pot a little bit somewhere out there. Or Holly- I will say his numbers have been on the decline yeah. since... 
I mean, but he is I, don't wanna, I don't know if we're going to talk about him later, Combs, because, I mean, I'm looking at the numbers now. They're very similar to a, some man in, in uh, Kansas City that we were speaking about. But he is the clear – that is true. But he is the clear-cut target getter in that offense. Okay. So, with that being said, in versus Pittsburgh, you hope he can squirm away, try and get some more plays, try and get some more routes to the end zone. Um, but I, I think I might fade Hollywood this week. Where's a tough Pittsburgh defense? They're looking good, Pittsburgh. So they got Minka Fitzpatrick. They're looking a lot better. Yeah. On the Pittsburgh side, they're playing Connor. Juju, you got to play him. Yeah. You have to play him. You have to play Juju. Even though, I like, know it's, stingy, it's, tough, you're Baltimore nervous. defense. You're sweating right now. I know. Norman Humphrey going to be on him. He just choked that OBJ. <laughs> and he's going to be on Juju this week. You know he's mad about you. Yeah, pay a fine. Yeah, I know, know you that. know that. Yeah, you know that yeah, energy. Pay a fine. He's so hyped up right now. He's going to be on Juju. So <laughs> choked up OBJ. <laughs> you gotta play Juju, but you're you're nervous about it right now. You're nervous. You're nervous. Deontay Thompson, I'm fading. I'm fading him this week. Okay. Maybe next week versus another easier opponent, or when they play the Bengals again, I'm finding them. <laughs> but this week versus the Ravens, I think the Ravens is pissed off. They don't come into Pittsburgh looking for blood. Fair enough. Next game, Combs, Washington Redskins holding court. Versus the New England Patriots. Redskins, I'm playing nobody. <laughs> Damn, not a soul. Maybe Terry McLaurin. I got to see how healthy he is by the end of the week. So we're done with AP. We're done. With, we're not even yeah, trying so, with Chris Thompson. Oh, well, we're not nope, doing nothing. Nope, I don't want not the thing on the Washington Redskins. <laughs> not the thing. Not until Jay Gruden's out of there. Mm. Besides Terry McLaurin, he's the only person I even value on the team right now, I feel like. True. So that's where I'm. That's where I'm at with that. The Redskins, Terry, right. the Patriots go to New England. This should be the Patriots game. To you were hoping if you're a Josh Gordon owner that he you see him again since week one. He's been a little quiet. If you're a Tony Tony Michelle owner that he gets back in his ass in the end zone. And Sound, get, he, that sounds personal. Well, he's getting the yards. <laughs> it's, it's always one thing with it's well, it's the, the guys in that category: Sony Fournette. Uh, Gurley, Mixon, um, Connor, Mixon. You're getting one or the other right now. You're getting the touchdown in like 30 yards, so like you're only getting like nine, ten points. <laughs> or you're getting like 70, 80 yards and no touchdown, so you're getting like eight, seven points. <laughs> that's, <laughs> what get, that's what we have right now, though. Like, you're not getting both at the same time. You're getting one or the other, so it's like, damn, like eight points. Come on, my G. You could. You especially, look at especially where you drafted Sony at. Exactly. Like, that, that's You drafted him in the third round. Like, yeah. That's tough for your third rounder to be having in the first four weeks. Exactly. 1.4, 13.37. those guys, any one of those inside the tackle guys' name, Fournette, Connor, Mixon, Sony. Um, we throw Aaron Jones in there? Aaron, Chris Carson? No, nah, well, they're kind of performing on they're a little high. They're a little higher right now. They're a little higher right now. Kyle Cole Clooney would have astonished me. Lindsey and Royce. Those guys right now are really like, I'm giving you, I'm giving you 70 yards Edmonds. with no touchdown. I'm giving you six. I'm giving you 30, 40 yards and touchdown. So like, you know what I'm saying? But you're hoping that those guys can put them both together. Like last game, so you missed out 75 yards. You wouldn't know it. They didn't get in the end zone. They gave the touchdown to Brandon Bolden. But... If you put that touchdown with that 75 yards. You're seeing a lot of those yellow dreads you know in saying? New England, brother. Just if so you're seeing, <laughs> if anyone still put a touchdown on those 75 yards or the 80 yards, it, it'll be Jets, a very respectful it'll be a nice game. He'll be a lot yeah. higher in the face rankings. True. Same thing with Todd Gurley. If he had the yards with the – Todd Gurley had yards last week, he would have 30 points. He only had 14, he only had 14, he only had 14 points. Yeah. Because he, like, he had like 19 <laughs> exactly. rushing yards. Right? Exactly. So <laughs> he did nothing on the ground. They can put two or two together. Those guys would be a lot better. Um, but you're playing Sony. 
You're playing James White. You're playing Gordon. Edelman. Um, Edelman's he's healthy. You're playing him. Uh, Fildor set. I'm all for him. I, he's one of those guys we'll get to later. He's a top 10 receiver right now. But uh, I think Fildor set, he's a thing in the past as soon as NKL Harry comes back, which should be soon. Mm-hmm. All righty, Combs. We are going to Carolina as the Panthers host the Jacksonville Jaguars, led by Mr. Gardner Minshew. We'll start with the Carolina Panthers, led by uh, Luke. <laughs> Not even led by Kyle Allen, huh? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luke's team now. It's back to being Luke's team. You know, Cam, Cam came over, started doing the Super Cam. Luke Cookie's team out there now. They're playing real defense out there. Carolina. <laughs> Carolina's back to playing real Ron Rivera style. Luke, get him, Luke. <laughs> it's back to being Luke ball now. So, you look at the Carolina Panthers offense, CMC, of course, my favorite player in the game right now. Yeah, easy. That's yeah. my guy, CMC. Um, how, the, the, I mean, the receiving core is where it's it. shaky right now. You talk look at Samuels, you look at DJ Moore. Um, they look good versus Arizona. Everyone does. Then they struggled last week but uh, versus Houston. Mm-hmm. But Houston's defense has been solid. And J.J. Watt was all over the court. At least in real life. At and least J. J. in real life. And J.J. Watt was on hunting. He, oh, yeah. He no, was hunting last year. That boy, yeah, that, that boy was all over the field. He was all over the field. <laughs> J.J. came to like wrestle. Like you said, he came to wrestle up some pups. You As said a fact. it. You said <laughs> yeah, it. Oh, yeah. You literally said it, bro. Like, J.J. came to wrestle up some pups. <laughs> and I'm watching the game like, damn, he is really just out here. Like, uh-huh. eating. <laughs> the strip, fumble recovery, all yeah. that. So, uh, but this week, you know, I think Samuels... I'm not going to drop Samuels. I like his talent still. But DJ Moore, he's a low-end flex guy right now. Um, last more week so was, than Samuel. Yeah. Okay. But DJ Moore is still the number one guy. He's still getting the most targets. Um, you just hope he gets the big play like he did versus Arizona. That's the biggest thing. And it's tough. <laughs> it's tough with DJ Moore. Because he's so talented. But you want to you play him. He's so talented. But... And my thing is him and Samuel's numbers are kind of the same in mm-hmm. terms of like they both, you know, kind of didn't show week one, made a little bit of a splash week two, really made a splash week three, yep. and then kind of regressed come week four. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's kind of one of those, they're, they're, they're one of those trendy type receivers where it's like yep. you, you really don't know what you're going to get each week. But the kid threw a good ball. You're hoping that Luke, uh, DJ Morgan get open for one downfield. Or split a couple of tackles. Yeah, Kyle Allen is not he's not bad. He's not a bad throw to football, like, Kyle Allen. But I mean, like 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 most of these quarterbacks, you know, you, you can't prepare for them. So exactly. they just come out, they make a splash, they throw four mm-hmm. touchdowns. I think last week also he, have a little week time I think to last week more where he was more a little rattled by JJ. Oh yeah. Whitney Merciless yeah. is on him. I text, they throw a bad pick to Bernard Bernard McHenry. I think the Texas defense saw him last week. Got a little rattled. CMC bailed him out a lot. A lot. But um that's 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 it for Greg Olson. I know tight end is thin. But I think you gotta play him without. Yeah, I was gonna. I mean, Allen be fine them. Allen be fine them. Tight end, you gotta play him. I think. I wasn't looking like for the Jacksonville side. Jacksonville Minshew Magic. <laughs> Minshew, um, we got a name for it now. Yeah, <laughs> the mustache Minshew. You're playing Leonard Fournette, of course. Um, D.D. Westbrook, my boy D.D. Uh, until Nick Foles gets back, you gotta fade him. I think, or until him and Minshew show he has some type of rapport, more rapport. Yeah. He likes to throw the deep ball to Shark a little bit. He's looking for Conley, it seems like. He likes Didi, doesn't love Didi. <laughs> He's finding a guy who's showing to see a few sometimes. Um, so until him and Didi or him and Shark, until you get that clear cut, I think you're playing Shark as a flex right now. Just because he's getting a lot of targets, a lot of end zone touches, a lot of end zone targets, whatever. But 
I think I'm fading Didi until until further notice. All right, going to the next Atlanta, going into Houston to face the Texans. What we got, and that's the last of the one o'clock games. A lot of one o'clock games. It was seem like I'm not loving. Well, <laughs> let's start with uh, Houston, D Hop, Deshaun Watson. That's it. No Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde uh... against an Atlanta defense, not too stout, not that great of a defensive line or front seven altogether. I mean, What's scary very porous Hyde defense. Is porous defense. What's crazy about Carlos? You know what? I think he's a fine. He's a he's a flex option. Carlos Hyde. He's definitely a flex option. For yeah, bare minimum, yeah. At least at least, right. least considering right. the matchup. Considering right. the matchup. You're not sure which Atlanta team is going to show up. They can get Molly Wapp in the first half, like last week. And I mean, he's getting his touches 10, 20, 10, and 12. I mean, it's not like they're not trying to include him in the offense. He's they just are. not, at least the last couple of weeks, he hasn't maximized the touches. The O line is like bad. The, yeah. The O line is bad. <laughs> it's, damper, it's hampering a lot of things right now in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. To say the least. With that Atlanta, def- that Atlanta defense, that Atlanta team in general, the way they're struggling, I think uh, you're right. You are playing cross high this week. Over on the Atlanta side, um, I'm fading Matt Ryan if I have better options. Mm. He is is on the road in Houston. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm loving it. The NRG. I'm not stadium. loving. It. I'm not loving a stationary quarterback versus versus JJ Watt. Yeah, I'll, I don't yeah. love that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't love those odds. That's um, very understandable too. If I have better options, I'm going there over Matt Ryan. Of course, you're playing Julio, uh, Devontae Freeman, Edo Smith. I know if you're a Devontae Freeman owner, you're mad. Edo Smith got the goal line carry last week. Got that. Um, You know, Devontae had 10 points. Yeah. A low-key 10 points last week. You're still throwing him out there. Very modest. Until he's hurt or until he's he's not hurt. You have to throw him out out there. Um, Off of that 10 last week, maybe you could try and trade him. Maybe try and package him for something else. But you're playing him this week. Hoping he gets that goal line carry. Julio, of course. Ridley. You're playing Ridley, but I'm not liking what I'm seeing right now. He's very he's tied basically to Matt Ryan and what Matt Ryan sees. So if Matt Ryan's gonna feed Austin Hooper all day, it's gonna be a down tip for Ridley. <laughs> but if Matt Ryan has some balls and wants to throw the ball <laughs> downfield, then really has a nice game going for him. And that's really what it is. Are, are we getting average Matt Ryan? Or are we getting Let me spread o- it out and see okay, the field yeah, and MVP MVP flashback Matt Ryan. You know, which one are we getting? It it changes every week. I don't know. Literally. Like it goes from PTP Matt Ryan to <laughs> MVP Matt Ryan weekly, so you'll see. As and, and, and Calvin Ridley is, and and Julio Jones are tied solely to Matt Ryan's ups and downs. Are we going Hooper all game? Or are we going air it out like big boy and play big boy football? Yeah. That's the question. Fair enough, sir. Next game, the first four o'clock game. We got the Chargers hosting the Broncos. Let's start on the Chargers side. So the Chargers loading up Phil Rivers. Eckler and Gordon, I'm playing both of them. That Denver defense ain't stopping nobody, looks like. <laughs> I don't want to say Von Miller PTP. Uh-oh. Don't Von, do that. We don't gonna, do that. After the season, Von, we're going to talk. <sighs> I got to reevaluate some things. You got to come to the headquarters. That's the outside <laughs> linebacker position. <laughs> you got to come sit with us. <laughs> I, I don't want, I'm going to give you the season, Von, because you a legend. You HOFer, MVP, or Super Bowler. That's respect. See, that, that's give, respect. We got respect here. I'm going to I'm gonna give you a season, Von. And I'm going to check those stats, too. Don't tell me you got five sacks versus Oakland. <laughs> no, I don't want to see that. You got 10 sacks in a season, seven of them versus Oakland. I don't want to see that. I'm checking those stats, Vaughn. I don't want to see you. know what I'm saying so. We're we'll feasting see. on the division but rival. Like. Right now, it's looking shaky in Denver defense. Um, so, yeah, I'm playing Gordon. I'm playing Eckler. I'm playing Keenan Allen. 
I'm playing Phil. Big Mike. Big Mike? I'm fading Big Mike. Oh, we're fading Big Mike. Why are we fading I just don't Big see Mike? enough Big Mike. I don't right. see enough of him. And now there's this just injury of his. That's the thing. Is he like... in? Is he out? Is he in? Is he out? Is he fully going? Like, yeah. I don't see him on the field for enough routes. I just don't see enough Big Mike. That's the problem right now. I don't see him on the field enough. He'll make a spectacular diving catch like he did last week. And then you won't see him ever again for the game. I didn't know he was playing that game. Literally. He was playing. He made a spectacular catch downfield, 50 yards, diving catch, and all that. Like, damn, I literally thought he got hurt after that play because it's like you did not see him after Where'd that you go? at all. Like, Where'd you go? <laughs> like, so, yeah. I was hyped too. I was like, oh, is it five points, one play? Everyone was hyped. And then it was over. Like, Everyone in LA was hyped like, damn, he finally. He ended up with six. A top 10 pick. <laughs> Mike Williams finally showing up. Where do you go after that? So, damn it, Mike. Yeah, you're playing your big four in, in, in San Diego and in LA right now. And we're fading Mike. All right, so we're what? Anything Mike. on the Dem- anything on the Denver side besides Denver, the running backs? Oh yeah, you're playing. Denver has weapons. That's the oh, funny part about Denver. They talk, talk me about it. For them to be zero and four, and I know y'all was hating on my son Manny Sanders before the season, but he's a thing. Just so you know, from wide receiver, you he's a thing. For them to be zero and four, respect Manny. For them to be zero and four, and have fantasy options, and have Joe Black, <laughs> and have fantasy options is very Flacco. Talk about it, Combs. Talk about it. I don't, I, I, don't want, I don't want to talk. You talk. For them to be 0-4 and actually have solid, viable fantasy options is very respectable. That's why I'm looking at Von Miller. Because the offense actually hasn't been awful. They haven't. Corbin Tunnel, Tunnel is like a solid player. He's come back. He's, he's, Manny Man mm-hmm. Tunnel is fine. Uh, Royce Freeman and, uh, and Lindsay. Lindsay are playing fine. They're playing fine real football on offense. Joe Flacco, yes. He looks terrible at moments, and he snaps <laughs> regular, out of it. Regular Joe. And he snaps out of it. They'll touch down the court selling or man standards. But it, it, the offense is coming along. That Denver defense is putrid right now. They can't stop anyone running the ball. That's why I feel fine playing any running back against them. I saw Leonard Fournette last week. I was Leonard Fournette had 300 yards. If he had any uh, afterburners, he would have 300, <laughs> <laughs> he would have 300 yards running in there. Yeah, no, he definitely, he definitely yeah, caught he a flat. Like, he broke away a few times. Yeah, no, he did. He's going to finish the run, damn run. And then the gas meter just went full to E real quick. Like. If he finished a few of the runs, he had 300 yards easily. So that's where I'm at with that. Denver, but Denver has options. Sutton, Sanders, Royce, and Lindsey are all solid. Running back twos, flex options, wide receiver twos. Okay. All right, the last 4 o'clock game, or the second 4 o'clock game, Green Bay going into Dallas. Packers at the boys, AT&T Stadium. Well, we'll start with Green Bay. Um, the word right now, Devontae, is very questionable. The turf, turf toe. toe. Mm-hmm. They're stretching him out, putting the stem treatment on him, uh, Epsom salt and all that good stuff. <laughs> but turf toe is a nagging injury, uh, especially with a receiver, cutting, making your breaks, mm-hmm. your jukes, in and out your routes. Um, it's very tough. So we'll see if he's down. If he's not go though, he's still playing Aaron Rodgers. He's still playing Aaron Jones. Uh, the name they're saying is Marquez Valdez Scantling, mm-hmm. Geronimo Allison. The man with many names. It it seems to rotate every single time. Though. It does. It but does. Between Al, during Geronimo, we saw Geronimo last week. Oh yeah. Instantly it was Geronimo last week. Once once Devontae, even when Devontae was even in the game, mm-hmm. it was him Geronimo in the seam. So that's what you're thinking. Jimmy Graham, tight ends thin. I'm playing Jimmy Graham, of course. <laughs> He was dead man walking two weeks ago, but <laughs> yeah. with Devontae being hurt, Aaron Rodgers realized that, oh, Jimmy Graham is still on the field, I guess. Yeah. So I started throwing him a ball a bunch of times. Even though he ain't catching in the end zone. God forbid he catches mm. one of them in the end zone. But um, Jimmy Graham, you're playing uh, you're playing both Allison and Marcus Valdez-Scanling and hoping Aaron Rodgers makes some magic on one of them. On the Cowboys side... You said Aaron Jones, right? Yep. Okay. On the Cowboys side, you're playing you guys, Zeke. 
It was a big three in Cowboys. Zeke, Dak, and Amari. You're playing all three of them. Feel good Zeke, about Dak, it. Cool. Feel good about it. We'll see though. Dak. We'll see about that. I mean, we did. We did. We'll say see about that. The first five weeks were going to be a breeze. This is that fifth week. We saw him struggle a little bit last week. Who's in the first three weeks? We're in breeze. Then first. Well, he well he said the first month. He's in the first so, month. <laughs> Clooney's in the first month. I, I mean, did the first three. And then we'll see him play a real football game for some yeah, which, which, which we saw. Yeah. It didn't look good. They yeah. got beat around. They got yeah, beat up. They got beat up. Now, some may say Ronald Kyle dropped the ball. Some may say Zeke wasn't running effectively. Doesn't matter. They got beat up. Mm-hmm. And versus this, uh, versus a tough. Very tough Green Bay defense. Green Bay defense. Rejuvenized. With the Smith brothers crashing. With the Smith brothers crashing the end. Mm-hmm. I think this Green Bay defense looks good. Dak, if you have a better option. I might do it. I might just bench that this week. Because wow. if Amari's not 100%. At home, though? You, Amari wasn't 100% last week. What, what's what, the worst with the worst? What, that's what they're saying. <laughs> they're saying Amari couldn't get off of Marshawn Lattimore's cover, Cover-y, coverage yeah. last week because he had a little hammy, I think, or, or his toe or ankle. Something was a little gimpy on him. He's a little gimpy somewhere. That's what they're saying Lattimore Allegedly, locked him up. That's the word in Dallas. That's the word in Dallas. Lattimore only locked him up because he was a little gimpy. So we'll, we'll see this week versus Jair Alexander and the top cornerback for Green Bay. We'll mm-hmm. see this week. Um, but you're, you're playing your guys, Cooper and Zeke. But Dak, if you have a better option... I might look that way. Say I have Dak and Phil. We're going with Phil. I might be mad at that. Say I have Dak and... Say I have Dak and... Dak and Jameis, of course. I'm going Jameis over Dak and Jameis. Say I have Dak and... Dak and Goff. I might go Goff this week versus Seattle. Seattle gives up points. Seattle will give it up. I'm just not... I love Dak. I just don't know... What if you had Dak and Matt Ryan? Ooh, that's, 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 that's a very that's a very reasonable combo. Dak and Matt Ryan. Um, one going against Green Bay, one going against JJ Watt. I think you go Matt because of the weapons. I think I go Matt. I think I go Matt for this one. Okay. If you're a Dak, if you're a Dak Prescott owner, you're hoping maybe he runs one in. That would be big for him. He can run one in and maybe throw one also, gonna get 250 yards, 20 yards throwing also, but this could be a Zeke game. I, I can I could I could rightfully see that. I, I could be on a game like that. a Sunday. They struggle all night. They struggle all or, night. Or that. And it's only when you get one touchdown from Zeke, and that's about it. Because hmm. they don't have, besides Amari, Randall Cobb, Devin Smith, Gallup is still hurt. The weapons aren't Jason Witten, Blake Jarwin. They aren't great weapons <laughs> on the outside pass catcher. So, yeah, Dak might get the fade this week. He might get the fade. Okay. And the last game, America's game, Sunday night. 8-20. Colts going into Kansas City. Arrowhead to face them Chiefs. Start on the Colts side. Uh, Colts, if T.Y. is healthy, you're playing them. If Marlon Mack is healthy, you're playing them. I think Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett is a solid playable option. The, the Chiefs might score 40 points. The Colts got to score 40 points. <laughs> so, and the Chiefs defense is terrible. So, long as you saw last week, Jacoby Brissett, he'll find Doyle on the RPO. <laughs> He'll find uh, Paris Walker, uh, Pascal. Um, he's finding these guys when he's when he plays Frank Records drawing up. So I felt fine with Jacoby Brissett. 29 points last week. I'm playing Jacoby Brissett. Marlon Mack is healthy. I'm playing Marlon Mack. T.Y. is healthy. I'm playing T.Y. Ebron and Doyle. Eh, you don't really love either of them. I'm probably fading both of them this week. Even though in a game like this, I wouldn't be surprised if 
Ebron or Doyle got one or two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Chiefs, anyone in the Chiefs uniform you're playing. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, that's where we're at right now. Like, if Damian Williams is playing, you're playing them. Pat Mahomes, of course. Damian Williams, Shady. Shady. I know Shady's a little banged up right now. Damian Williams is back. They said full practice today. No limitations or anything. So you're playing Damian Williams. You're playing Shady Williams if he's healthy. Daryl Williams might be an option if he's playing. <laughs> so you're playing Sammy Watkins. Miko Hardman, I think, is it time to bench him. Mm, negative, okay. negative, one point, negative point one point last week. So are we going with Robinson over Hardman? Is that the new... This is, where, this is where, this is where the, the new calling card. This is where the dilemmas with the Chiefs come up. And so you look at a team like Detroit last week. They're respectable. I'm not going to let people run down field wide open, it looks like. <laughs> but this week versus the Colts, there might be some broken plays. I know Malik Hooker's out for, out for a while. There's safety for the Colts. Um, this could be one of those games that Shane Watkins goes off. This could be the Hardman game. It could be the Robinson game. Um... I think Hardman, he's seen less targets out of I think all of them right now. Besides the one or two goal routes he gets, he's not really getting the, the screen routes that you thought he'd be getting. He's not getting the shorts, the handoffs you thought he'd be getting. He's not getting all that trickery stuff. So I think I'm fading him. You're playing Sammy, you're playing Kelsey. And if you want to throw a dart, I'm playing Robinson. <laughs> Just throw a dart. All right. And the last game, Combs, the Monday Nighter, Monday Night Football. We got the Browns versus San Fran. Talk to me about it. Let's start on the San Fran side. San Fran. Home, home team. Um, San Fran's tricky. Honestly, they're just playing real football. They really are. And I don't really know who to start. You're playing Kittle, of course, because you drafted him very high. Even though he is tight end, what, 38, we said? <laughs> tight end low. 28, tight end 38. 20, I think 22. 20, I think, yeah, he's in his 20s right now. But it ain't high. Any tight end that's going to touchdown, he's behind. Play like that. Yeah, it's 22. Yeah. yeah. So, but you got to play Kittle. He's still a freak. Still a great pass catcher. Um, the running back committee they have at San Fran. I'm not sure what Tevin Coleman situation is right now. And he is slated to come back this week, if I'm not mistaken. All right. We have Coleman, Mozart, and Burita. And Burita. Uh And the Jeff Wilson guy. Uh, yeah, I don't love it. I don't, they're, all, they're all equally okay players. And I, I mean, Burita is the starter. Yeah. Quote unquote, but at the same time, you you already see that he kind of matches yeah, and equals Mozart touches comes, yeah. with Mo. Yeah, so so like, if, but I mean, if you said that this game is going to be high scoring, then I figure all of them to kind of be kind of integral, you know, in the offense, in in you know, just in that high scoring, yeah, kind of game. So you'll see all, you'll see flashes of all. That's the thing about Kyle Shanahan. You'll see a flash of Burita. You'll see a flash of Mozart. You'll see a flash of Samuels. You'll see some Debo Samuel. You see some Marquise Goodwin, Debo. <laughs> you know, you'll see a little bit of everyone. About Debo. Like you'll see, a, you'll, you'll see a Kittle here and there. Kittle's still getting his catches. He's still getting about five six catches. Yeah, 50, 50, 50, 50 and yards, he's 50 he's yards. one of those people. He's at five. He's at five points and steadily. He's just not. He would have had. I think he should. He should have two touchdowns already. Kittle. Oh, yeah, no, he, he missed had two. two. Yeah, he missed two already. One was a holding penalty he brought back. Yeah, they got cold. Both of them got cold. Oh, yeah, exactly. For things but, um, he didn't do exactly. But uh, I think San Fran, you're playing Kittle, might play Barita. That's probably it. Right, Talk to me about Cleveland then. We'll be Cleveland, looking at the Browns. You're playing your Chubster. Landry banged up. You're playing OBJ, of course. But with Landry banged up, um, I think I'm at Chubb and OBJ right now. And I'm waiting to see him with Baker. I'm taking a wait and see approach with Baker right now. Oh, so we're not throwing him out there against San Fran? Now I've had a better option. If I can find, like, if, I, if it's Brissett, 
Like right now, I Baker Mayfield and Joe Baker over Brissett. I'm Do playing Brissett versus KC over Baker versus uh, San Fran. Like I just know San Fran will run the ball and play defense, and they'll they're fine with that. Same thing with Baker, same thing with the Browns. They're both kind of trying to do the same thing with each other. West Coast offense, zone run, play good defense, play action pass. So it's kind of the same scheme. Whose formula works best will be the winner of that game. Um, but I'm fading fading Baker this week. Same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. It's, mm-hmm. it's ain't a heavy throwing game. There will be heavy throwing games for them. Yeah, there, there yeah, no, there, yeah, down down the road there they will play be. the Rams. They play the Rams twice. Facts, yeah, yeah. There will be heavy throwing games. True. All right, Combs. So we'll leave it at there. That's the our talk and our preview for the week five coming up. Um, you know what? We're gonna go straight into who's real and who's not. Who's real? Who's not? Combs. Let's talk about those players who, like we mentioned, you know, some have shown the ability. To uh, make their mark, they've they've carved out a role for themselves in whatever particular offense they're in, and maybe they got off to a slow start, but they're proving to be exactly what you needed. And you know, they you, where you drafted them, you know, it worked. It's working, and you know when you're plugging them in, who you're plugging them in over, everything that you're doing with these players, inserting them into your lineup is a positive thing. But on the contrary, there are those other players who you drafted very high, and you know, you drafted them to be real, you know, first round, second round, third round, maybe fifth, sixth overall, but they're just not, they're, they're not who, they're not that guy. They're not who you thought they were. So Combs, let's talk about the players. Let's start, let's start at the top. Let's start about those players who are, who are performing well, who have surprised us and who are really making their mark on this fantasy heading into this week five. And one of those players I'll throw out there because I have this list in front of me, this robust list. Start off talking about our boy, Mr. Leonard Fournette. He got kids. He got kids. Leonard Fournette. Now, before last week's game versus the Denver Broncos, Leonard Fournette was averaging 8 points, 8 points, 9 points. Then he had 26.5. Now, but he also, in that meantime, was getting... 18 touches, 20 touches, 20 touches. And even last week, he had 30 t- 32 touches last week. So, Leonard Fournette, I do think he's someone who's real. I'm buying in. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fully buying in Leonard Fournette, especially with Minshew Magic. You look at their schedule, Carolina, New Orleans, Cincinnati, my Jets, Houston. I am... Uh, Fully in the game with Leonard Fournette. And Minshew is a... Uh, he's making it happen right now, Minshew. He's making it happen. And as long as people can't stack the box against Leonard Fournette, who is the running back who faces the most stacked boxes in the NFL right now since last year, um, I think Leonard Fournette should be, a, should be a solid, viable fantasy option moving forward. Hopefully you maybe got him low last week for the cheap. If not, you probably missed your chance. So he's real. He's real. Who's real? Who's not? All right, Combs. Another guy we want to mention on on a maybe a positive note. Let me see how you feel about him, Mr. Shady McCoy. Uh, like we mentioned, he was filling in for Damian Williams for those couple games he was injured out in Kansas City, and you know he kind of he, he did his thing in his role. He didn't uh, he didn't disappoint. He held it down. Um, talk talk to me about it. I mean, we saw the first two weeks. Uh, 
let me not say he necessarily struggled, but they weren't as robust at these as these past two weeks, week three and week four. So talk to me about Shady. I like Shady. I like what he's doing. Why I say he's not real is that when Tyreek Hill comes back. Which is soon, I, I see. Which is very soon, it seems like. I do think he'll take a big hit. Mm. I think the way they utilize Tyreek and a lot of the receiving short passes, the the screen games, a lot of the things that you to Shady McCoy for right now will be Tyreek Hill's touches and different things, different options that he use Tyreek Hill. Um, Shady also was making me nervous about his wear and tear, Shady. He's always questionable after every game. Yeah. That's he's always been a thing. His he's questionable once again. Um, he's older, a little longer in the tooth. Uh, I do believe Pat Mahomes. I think last week, you know, he had two touchdowns. Uh, excuse me, one touchdown. He had two the week before that versus Baltimore. Um, I do think when Tyreek Hill comes back, though, the offense opens a little more. I think you see more Kelsey hasn't scored yet. I do think you see more Kelsey, more Tyreek Hill, uh, more Sammy Watkins. A little more Damian Williams once he's fully healthy. It'll become more of a timeshare probably. So that's why I'm I'm not sold on Shady. And I'm actually selling high if I have him right now. Mm. Yep, if I got Shady, I'm selling high. I'm looking for someone that needs a running back. I'm looking for someone I can sell the Chiefs offense to. And I'm making that move. Who's real? Who's not? All right, Combs. Talk to me about uh, DJ Shark. Uh, we talked about uh, the uh, Seattle Seahawks. And how I'm sorry, it's Seattle Seahawks. Uh, we talked about Jacksonville Jaguars. We talked about Fournette. Uh, we talked about Gardner Minshew specifically. Uh, how he's, how he's, you know, he's performing well. He's doing his thing. He's finding receivers. He's making the offense uh, look and maneuver still fluidly. You know, they can't stack the box like you mentioned because he is back there. So you know, talk to me about how he's opening things up for DJ Shark. And you know, Shark has been performing uh, pretty decently. He's been a name that bust on a couple scenes. Uh, told me about him last week, took a little hit uh, against the Denver secondary, which is pretty uh, relatively strong, uh, or relatively decent, I should say, because Chris Harris is still back there. But, uh, you know, defense as a whole is getting carved. But uh, told me about DJ Shark. First three weeks, very strong. And right now he's currently ranked in the top ten of receivers. I like what I see with DJ Shark. I think he's a solid flex, low-end wide receiver two right now. On a weekly. On a weekly. What's capping him and why I say he's not real is that his max is seven catches right now. He's only getting about four. The Jaguars aren't a throwing team. So for him to capitalize off such a high rate, off of such a, such a, for him to capitalize on touchdowns and making so much positive on such a low usage rate is not lasting. It's not everlasting. You know what I'm saying? Um, so where's Carolina? I expect the Carolina probably seem somewhere on five catches, probably sixty yards, fifty yards. I expect those numbers of him getting in the end zone to come back down the earth, come back even out. Maybe touchdown spread out more to D.D. Westbrook, Shaughnessy. But I do not think T.J. Shark is a real. I don't expect. It. I don't even expect to see him in the top twenty. Come the end of the season. I mean, Yikes! I don't expect to see him there. I think the Jaguars are really just run, ground and pound, and Foles not out for the season. When Foles gets back, I do believe D.D. Westbrook has the uptick again. That's who was that's who his number one guy is. Mm-hmm. Um, Minshew, I think, probably has a better rapport with Shark because they were on the pack squad together, bench squad together, second team unit together. That's how you had it goes. Um, Foles is running first team with D.D. Westbrook. 
Sharks probably run a second team with Minshew. They're better rapport already. But uh, yeah, once Foles gets back, I do assume that D. Westbrook will become the number one guy again. So if you have, but if you have Shark though, he's one of those guys that I'm throwing him in offers. I'm hitting buttons. Like yo, you see that? I hear what you're saying with the numbers. You're playing the numbers with D. Shark right now. You're playing. You're you're selling him on the numbers, touchdowns, Minshew magic. You're selling him on that. So you're selling him high. Yep. Gotcha. Oh yeah. Who's real? Who's not? All right, Combs, let's go to another pass catcher out in Seattle, Mr. Will Disley. Uh, another tight end who has been performing well, and one of those tight ends that we mentioned is above Mr. Kittle. Um, he's become a thing since Nick Vanette left. So talk to me about his impact. He's looking very formidable the uh, last three weeks, 17, 12.2, 11.7 respectively. He got the Rams coming up. Talk to me about Will and how you're feeling about him. I think Will Disley is real. Mm. Um, we know You're ranked number five right now. In just the from ends. what I know of Pete Carroll and Russell Russell Wilson, they love big fellas. <laughs> they love they love the big tight end. They love the big receiver. They love the big physical running backs. They love the big physical tight end linemen. They love the big guys, and that's what Will Disley is. He's a big old husky blocking <laughs> tight end, but he can get down the field and catch the ball a little bit. So. And Russell, he'll throw, he'll throw the jump ball. Oh, yeah. Russell ain't scared about his interceptions, getting picked, turnovers. He'll throw that thing up. Who's going to come down with That's the question. <laughs> Go get it, Bo Desley. And Bo Desley's been getting it. So, in that offense, with DK Metcalf being so spotty, Lockett being very spotty, I like Bo Desley a lot in the red zone. You saw Jimmy Graham at 12 touchdowns with Russell, with Russell two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, three years ago, excuse me. But um, I like Bo Desley a lot. I think he's real in that offense. Solid red zone threat for the for the Seattle Seahawks. Honestly, besides Carson, he's probably number two in the red zone for them. Besides running the ball, Carson twice. Mm-hmm. The next play probably will go to Will Disley. A jump ball action. Not mad at it. Who's real? Who's not? All right, another player uh, we want to talk about, Mr. Dak Prescott. Uh, we did say those first few weeks were going to be a breeze, as they proved to be. Struggled a little bit last week versus the uh, Saints defense. Um, more, more so, uh, Mr. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore locking up Amari Cooper. He got the Packers coming up. Like I said, the first strong three weeks, 43, 36, 26. Obviously a nice little decline, but still uh, very solid fantasy numbers, especially from uh, your quarterback position. So uh, how are we feeling about Dak, and is, uh, is there any calls for pause from what we saw from that uh, week uh, four? Position rank number, is he's fourth right now overall for quarterbacks. Well, Is this know, real? If you are a regular listener of Pastor Prime and the Two Colds Fancy Show, one might say I'm the Dak slash Lamar Jackson hater. <laughs> you know, they would say that, yes, that is accurate. One being two, Lamar Jackson right now. One being four, Dak Prescott. And I told you guys, the first three games, or the first, yeah, for Dak and Lamar, the first three games versus JV football teams, college football teams, Miami's, my Jets, uh, the Redskins, Arizona, that they will have the top five quarterback numbers. <laughs> but I will say one thing. I'm wrong about Lamar Jackson. <laughs> okay, so you, he so will be a top ten quarterback. Okay, just from how they use him and how he runs and throws, 
he'll be a top three quarterback. He'll have the same the same thing I said about Kyle Murray. Mm-hmm. Put a Lamar Jackson. The same as that's up. Dak Prescott, not so fast. <laughs> not so fast in my so league. So there's course to pause in on my that. league Corso boys. Got you. Not so fast, <laughs> Dak Prescott. I do think that he benefited from playing against very trash, trash teams. And the normal defense isn't that crazy. They're not. Um, but his favorite target was neutralized in Amari Cooper, I would say. So I guess true. that kind of hampered and, him. And that is the, the argument in real football about Dak is he elevated and he wants Brown him. This is not the old line. With Tyron Smith not going out for extended games, mm-hmm. a couple games at left tackle. I do think the Cowboys offense will struggle. And I don't mm-hmm. think Dak will be the same 30-point guy, 24. Oh, yes. Eight, oh, yeah, last week. Like I said, uh, seven. He's seven six. last week. They play this week. They play Green Bay. Green Bay. Who we play next week? Jets. Oh, yeah. And then Philly. <laughs> and then they want to buy. So now let's see. So now we get into the meat and potatoes of the pack of the, of the season. I expect another 14. Oh, yeah, because guess what? It does get a little nasty for them. It like, does. They play the Patriots. Because after the bye, then, okay, they have a little, they have a gimme versus the Giants. Yeah. But then they have Minnesota, yep. Detroit, yep. New England, Bears. Buffalo, Chicago, yep. and the Rams. And so, then they have Philly and Watson to the end. So I do think I'll win this bet in the, in the end about Dak not being a top 10 quarterback. Yeah, that's going to be a little rough stretch in that middle of the I do think middle of the this season. game versus Green Bay, Dak struggles. At, like, we'll see about Amari's. Hammy or ankle, the yeah, gimp- well, yeah, whatever. That we'll is. see what kind of gimpy got. <laughs> but uh, I do think Dak struggles. Um, if anyone goes off as Zeke, but I do think Dak is coming back down to earth the next two games. He'll be in the well, he didn't score last game, so he has seven. If he can get in the end zone once, he'll get 13 14. So I'll give him that. I'll give him 13 14. Maybe you can find Witten or Amari. I think Dak's gonna struggle. And I, I'm not. I don't think Dak is real. I do see him outside of my top ten, possibly top fifteen. I'm looking at other quarterbacks, at Stafford's, other quarterbacks that have more weapons. Even maybe a Matt Ryan. You know, I don't love Matt Ryan, but he'll throw it. And he plays Tampa. He still plays Tampa Bay twice. True. He still plays uh, Carolina in New Orleans. So yeah. in in Atlanta, he still scores points against them. So I think Dak is going to fade back down to 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 reality. These next few weeks, besides, besides the Jets game, and the and they play Miami, right? yeah. Besides the Jets game and the Redskins again, I think Dak is tough sledding for the rest of the season. Actually, so I don't think Dak is real. Who's real? Who's not? All right, uh, let's go to receiver land. Uh, we were talking about him as we were talking about uh, Miko Hardman, uh, Mr. Sammy Watkins, uh, another receiver who may not let me not say take a back seat when Tyreek Hill comes back, but. The production might be uh, slightly hampered. Uh, right now, Mr. Watkins is the fifth-ranked receiver or fourth. He, he's somewhere up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of that contingent on that first week, that bust-out first week with three touchdowns, literally has not seen the end zone since, literally has not capped 70 yards since. So uh, talk to me about Sammy Watkins. Next game coming up versus Colts, week five. As he looks to rebound, is he kind of – are these numbers overblown? Is this position? Well, clearly this position rank is is a, it's it's a fluke. But uh, talk talk to me about Sammy Watkins and uh, tell me if he's real or not. Do you see any type of improvement or uptick from him as the season goes on? Right now, Sammy is stuck in the Chiefs 
Receiver purgatory? <laughs> Receiver's pur- purgatory, exactly. <laughs> like, it's madness. Honestly, the only receiver you can trust getting seven catches, 80 yards is Kelsey. Kelsey, right. You know. Only one you even trust getting over three catches is Kelsey, probably. <laughs> you really, we really look at the stats, how they utilize the players and, and receivers and running backs. The only one even getting seven catches, 10, 12 targets is Kelsey. And when Tyreek Hill, Tyree Hill gets back. You look at... They spread the ball. They'll give Hardman two or three, Shady two or three, Williams three four, uh, Watkins five or six, um, Robinson. So you look at Sammy. It's you're hoping you're just hoping that the Chiefs will pepper him a little more. That's what you're that's really what you're hoping for. Like all right, Sammy. All right, all right, Patty. I know you can throw the ball anywhere, anyone, but. Sammy Watkins, you're paying him a lot of money. You do think that he, you, you would figure that he would get those not similar targets as Kelsey, but when Kelsey's getting double teamed, at the least way, the yeah. way he is, but has been the last two weeks, you should be at you least. You would think Sammy Watkins way. would be getting right. fed more, and that's what you're deserved by now. Now you you look at the Ravens game, they hit on some big play. They hit on the Robinson big play. They hit on the Hartman big play. You look at the Lions game. Mahomes didn't, didn't throw any touchdowns. Yeah, but Sammy wasn't like a. It wasn't like feeding Sammy. I'm not sure if Darius Slay was on him full time or not. But they wasn't peppering Sammy the way you thought they would, since, like I said, Kelsey was getting double teams all over the field, <laughs> either by a safety linebacker, nickel slot, or linebacker, cornerback, or linebacker. They were double teaming Kelsey wherever he went. So I don't want to say Sammy is real, but I don't want to say he's not real. But I do think Sammy would have better days when Tyree Hill gets back. So he's pending. He's pending. <laughs> but he's definitely a buy low guy right now. If you have, I'm not sure what to sell for him, but if you have flex spots open, wide receiver two spots, um, might take a flyer on Sammy. If you have I own Sammy, Sammy Watkins right now, you look at the team. If you need a big boost, if you if you want the short numbers, go with a say I have Miles Sanders. All right, Miles Sanders, you might give me eight points. Mm-hmm. I know you give me eight points for the Jets. Like no, no reason you should not give me eight, eight points versus the Jets. You should give me 12, 14, 15 versus the Jets. But the minimum you should give me eight points versus the Jets. Whether that be 60 yards rushing, 20 yards catching, right. 40 and 40. However you want to split it up mm-hmm. between rushing and, and receiving, you should be able to give me With eight points. Some type eight of fantasy points. production. Yeah. Right. You should be minimum 10, but I'll give you at least eight. You look at Sammy, it's like if I'm projected to lose maybe by 10 points or I need a big boom, I'll throw Sammy out there looking for the big boom play. That's how I look at it like that. If I'm projected to win, and my flex guy is Miles Sanders, like, all right, Miles, give me eight. I'm good with that. Give me nine. I'm good with that. It should be more versus Jets, but you, you give me eight and nine, I'll take it. With Sammy, you're like, all right, if you give me two or three, I'm going to lose anyway probably. But if you give me that 19-20, I got, I'm, I'm in the ballpark. I'm in the game now. That's how you look at it. Right. That's why I want to say Sammy's not real, but he's not fake either. Right, now we're pending on him. We'll, we'll, we'll keep that. Uh, we'll table mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins yep. for now. Who's real? Who's not? Uh, let's keep a receiver, though. And uh, let's go to Texas. And let's go to Houston. And mm-hmm. let's talk about the Texans. Number one receiver, Mr. DeAndre mm. Hopkins. Now we're getting to the nitty gritty. Yes, sir. Now, this is where we talk about, it ain't about the name. But it's how they play the game. It's about the game. It ain't about the name. Uh-huh. It's the game. But it's about Ooh, the game. Boy. Because if you look at how He's ranked twenty eight. Let's start there, Combs. He's ranked twenty eight. He's ranked twenty eight. It's nasty. He was he was drafted 
at least what top in our league. He was drafted seventh overall. He's your twenty eighth ranked he, I wide think he's receiver. He's number one wide receiver pick, probably. That's a fact. Yes. I think in overall in all most the drafts, leagues, yes. Out of all the, if you add them it all was like up him or out, maybe like, Julio, like or Devontae. or Devontae, yeah. right? Is either him or Devontae or Julio? And I think more than often than not, it was D Hop for the fact he plays with Sean Watson. Mm-hmm. I think for the, <laughs> I think it was more often more than not, it was D Hop. But if you're the Sean DeAndre Hopkins owner, more often than not, you're probably one in three or one in four right now. Mm. Just for my scope of the league I'm in, the five leagues I'm in, all the DeAndre Hopkins owner are struggling right now. And rightfully so. If you didn't win the first game with him, like I said, one and three, then where his his and we the first two. week was his bust out week. Yeah, that was twenty three points, eight receptions, one eleven. If you didn't win that week, then you're on two touchdowns. Right <laughs> <laughs> most likely, most likely, right. If you didn't win that week, you're on four. Unless you had a hell of a draft, he has literally not shown up since that. Unless you had a hell of a draft, you're playing with mops, right? Like <laughs> one and three. 0-4 right now with DeAndre Hopkins. And 1-3 is actually very accurate because the person who has him in our league is 1-3. Yep. So, yes. And that's mostly that. Right, most yeah, that right, right on par. You're either 1-3 or 1-4 with the op. So, you look at it, you put in, you you can say two things. All right, Jacksonville, Carolina, Chargers. Ramsey, Casey Hayward, I knew, I knew James Bradbury. I knew he was going to do that. You can say that. Or, <laughs> you can say that, <laughs> damn. That... Houston O line is just awful. <laughs> it's just awful, which it is. And Deshaun Watson running for his life every single play. He ain't got time anyone. to find D. He ain't got time yeah. to find anyone. Fuller, D. Hop, Stills. It's just it's getting real nasty. And as you saw for the Chargers, you got to run around a lot. You find the guy Kai, the tight end, mm-hmm. and he'll feed hide hide a bunch of, and they'll got to run the QB sneak on the goal line or the QB draw. But these next few weeks for DeAndre Hopkins. Atlanta, Kansas City, Indy. It's time. Oakland. No, it's time. Say it. Exactly. It's time. All before the bye week. It is time. It is time. <laughs> like, honestly, if you're a if you're the Andre Hopkins owner right now, and you're looking to bundle him for a package, I'm not mad at you at all. I can't mad at you because if you're one and three, zero and four, and you're thinking in your head like, damn, if he gives me another seven pointer, I'm, mm. I'm I'm done. I'm one and five. I'm mm. I'm zero and five, one and four. Like if you don't, even if I, even if he gives me the best game, and I still don't think that's enough. Remember <laughs> now, like even if he hit that twenty three points again, and I still might lose. Like that's how you look at it. That's yeah, how I look at yeah. it, especially receivers. That his D hop, unless he's gonna get that 27, 26, where like like old school D hop was, or last year D hop was, he can't dominate as your number one player. And with, on that offense, I don't know if he can. I just don't know if he can. It scares me. Now, this game versus Atlanta, he should be able to at least get you 17, 15. <laughs> he should be able to at least be 15, 17 deep. So you're projecting double digits, bare minimum. Bare minimum. Atlanta, Casey has Some to combination of, 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 10, of 10 points or more. If, if you're a D-hop owner and you hadn't traded him yet, so you, if you're just riding with him, right. this has to be it. <laughs> Atlanta this and Casey. This game or this next stretch of These games. next two. Okay, all right. Okay. Atlanta and Casey got to be it. <laughs> I look at because I feel in fancy terms, six losses is probably the minimum, the max. The max I mean, six losses. Yeah, that's probably the max six. Yeah, seven and six. That's probably the, the yeah, worst. That's that's yeah. That's the worst. Probably getting into the offs. Yeah, yeah. that's probably the max. Sneaking into the offs yeah. somehow. So if you're zero and four right now with them, or one and three, you got to be circling this game like all right, Atlanta. Atlanta just got washed by Tennessee in Atlanta. <laughs> coming to Houston now. Hopefully this will be the game that D Watson and D Hop. 
get on track. If not, or if you're already nervous and you want to package him, I'm I'm not mad at all. I don't want to say D Hop is not real, but I know D Hop is a real. He's a baller. I know D Hop a baller. Big facts. I know D Hop a baller. But in fancy terms, I can't co-sign it right now. <laughs> I can't co-sign D Hop right now. I can't. I honestly, I can't even co-sign Deshaun Watson right now. It, it's painful to watch them play. To watch Texans play in general is painful to watch because you know they want to hit the big plays with Will Fuller. They want to let it fly with D Hop. They want to let it fly with Deshaun Watson all game, but they just can't. The O line let them down, and. It's a correlation, like I said, real football is affecting uh, fancy football. Look at Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson should easily be neck and neck probably with Pat Mahomes for most points every single week. True. There's no reason Deshaun Watson should have 12 points versus Jacksonville, <laughs> 12 points versus Carolina, mm. and, 36, and 36 versus, Carolina, versus uh, the Chargers and the Saints. Like, there's no way he should be so up and down, so crazy. Facts. Even Pat Mahomes' bad game, he didn't, he didn't touch on at all versus the Lions. He had 19 points, though. So. So that's where Deshaun Watson should be at, but with this future line, I don't know. The Falcons might find D line some D line all of a sudden. But the Falcons defense might be good all of a sudden on Sunday. So I don't know. So I'm definitely nervous about my Texans players. If I'm D Hop, I know he's real in his heart, but after this week, D Hop, if, if he don't show this week, D Hop, you know these next two weeks are definitely proven weeks. Make it or break it. Definitely proven weeks. It's either and that or you, you got it. You got to trade him and. And I don't want to pull you it out sucks. of tier one right now, but I think I have to. Just for the moment. Just it's a, the it's moment. a moment. It's a moment. It's definitely a momentary thing. Definitely a momentary thing. You have to come out of tier one. Especially when you look at someone like Mike Evans, who was drafted behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, Julio Jones, what he did with the first three weeks. Uh, a lot of the receivers drafted behind you. Cooper, Cooper Cup. Like, Cooper Brandon Cup. Like, the, 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 a lot yeah, of these yeah. people. Like, Godwins. Like, Godwins. Like, <laughs> a lot of receivers performing see, like, very getting, well. A lot of these guys you see... On offense, that looks so much better than the Texans. That's the biggest thing. When you look at it on, on film, yeah, the, you the watch the game in of general. The Texans offense. Uh, if you watch it the Red Zone, they didn't even show Texans at all. Yeah, yeah. They don't exactly. even show Texans. Unless you're at a bar showing the game the Texans have on TV, yeah, that box you're not barely them, pop up. It's so quick that. Did you even play with them? Watching that Carolina over Texas game last week, you yeah. barely saw them. Yeah. Every other drive is three and out, three, three and, and out. out. Yep. Then, oh, McCaffrey scored. All right, cool. Like, oh, Watson ran one in. All right. Then next thing you know, the game's over. So it's like. <laughs> If I'm a D-hop owner, I'm definitely scouting the league right now, looking to see what the best three-man package I can find. The best three-man package. And honestly, if you're a D-hop owner, don't tell me you drafted him first round, number seven. You know Cat's going to do that, though. You know it's going to happen. Where, and that's where we're at right now. I know I don't, we're at our own segment for trading, trading everything, but I'll touch on it real quick, real quick right now. Um, with the trading and everything, we'll touch on it more next week in Marcus Gutierrez. But when you're trading players or trying to maneuver players, don't think about how an auction draft, how much money you spent on them, mm-hmm. or how much, oh, I drafted number seven. I need a th- No, you don't. You're 0-4. You're 1-3. Don't try and hold D-Hop hostage because you're waiting for him to have that bus game like he had game one where you can have three players that help you win this week because you're 0-4 or 1-3, mm-hmm. and, and now it really is a one-week DFS schedule every single week. You're trying to find the best lineup possible for that week. And people lose seasons that way, I feel like. Just waiting on a waiting on a star, wishing on a star, but uh, D House one of those guys that if you trade him this week, I'm not mad at all. If you hold on to him, pray that this is the week. And just know what he just said 
if y'all if y'all even listen properly, this was a two cold fancy tip about four weeks ago. Yep. We said we don't care where you draft your player. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you draft your player. His value is his value at that present moment. You see, and that's where he gets traded at. So don't think you're gonna try to sell D Hop off the name and the draft position. Nah, bro. Yep. I'm trading him off the fact that I ain't seen him in three weeks. Exactly. <laughs> like that's how that's how I'm buying him. I should say like that's how I'm buying him. Like I ain't seen the man in three weeks. So that's what that's a kind of kind of compensation you're gonna get for a man who's literally been ghost. And I don't think D Hop. If you're one and three, zero oh and four, go to the team in first place. All right, who's your wide receiver two? Who's maybe your second flex? Who's maybe a bench player that you don't play that much right now? But He's an option that can help me this week where it's a bad Holmes team. I'm out giving out the gems right I did now, last year. I, I traded D-Hop last year. You did. I was 2-4. You did. <laughs> you did that. <laughs> we ended up in the playoffs you I traded D-Hop. Yeah. I made an off. I traded D-Hop for Boyd, Cohen, and Jarvis Landry. And Landry, Landry wasn't great. He wasn't. But Boyd and Cohen was good enough. And Landry was nice little throwing. Gave me a little bit here and there. But I said, you got to look at it. D-Hop isn't giving me. He's not going to score three people D-Hop. <laughs> Like you don't, and if you're one in three, on four, and you convert, and I think back him next, right? Mm-hmm. Odo back him next, we'll, and we'll throw Odo back him in the same situation. Yeah. he's the same thing, same type of player. Drafted high, drafted at least in the first round. Yep, and just not being that guy that you thought he would, especially with all the expectations from the Browns, high-powered offense, exactly. Baker, Jarvis, OBJ, Chubb, everybody. It just hasn't manifested into what we thought, and. He's another same one, thing. like Cole said. OBJ owner, literally, you're probably one and three. Yep. The Jets game, you might have won, <laughs> or you're <laughs> right. zero four, or you're zero and four, and that's really where we're at with Odell Beckham. And honestly, it's like you're waiting, you're hoping that it's gonna be this week. If it's not this week, you're gonna lose again. <laughs> and then that could have, but that could have been. Say you're looking at three players. Say it's even. Say you're looking at three players that you could have gotten for someone, but you're like, no, I don't want that person. I don't want this such and such. Like he ain't this and that. But even if he is the Wide receiver 12. Say you get wide receiver 12, running back 14, or running back 7. I'll take it. And, and, a, and a flex, and a wide receiver, or running back in the 40 range, 30 range. Mm-hmm. Why well, would you take that? That's three players I'll take that. that can help you right away And if D-Hop or OBJ doesn't have those D-Hop-OBJ games. Which have been very Darren. far and few in between. Exactly. Very far and few in between. And if that's what you want to rely on, especially at 0-3, or I'm sorry, like 1-3, and or 0-4, or somewhere at the bottom of your league, that that's not sound. That's not, that's it. not the sound decision making. That's guys. not it. Not sound decision. That's not it. <laughs> like, it's terrible. And that's the biggest thing. Unless you have one of those mercurial players, CMC, Dalvin, uh, Kamara, one of those Zeke, Saquon, whatever. Patty like, Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. Most players in, in this fantasy football are expendable for the right piece. Oh, they're very yeah. Depending on yeah, where yeah. you're at. Very very true. Right, and that's there's literally only a few pieces that you can actually look at in this fantasy league right now coming into week five that are like, okay, no, they're they're untradeable. Exactly. Like very like and very literally few. you just named them. Like, I, I, said, name I think them. you just yeah, named them. <laughs> for real. And honestly for receivers, there's not one receiver that's untouchable right now. Yeah. Yeah. Not one receiver is untouchable. Yeah. Like don't tell somebody that oh that's not my thing about that. Cooper Cup? Uh, I'm just saying I don't know. He's only let me not say, well, all right, if you look at the top three, the top three are Evans, Cup, and Godwin right now. <laughs> Which is crazy. That don't even make sense. Like that don't even because none of them were drafted in the top in and the I just, top and, and the NFL just posted on their Twitter actually. Um, That's crazy, Lord. I'm trying to be the top receiver, and uh, there was one second. Oh my God, that's yeah, hilarious. It was, it was Godwin at three, Evans at one, and Cooper Cup at two. Um, 
Keenan Allen is also up there. Keenan though. Allen. I thought, yeah. That's what I'm trying to make. I know he was number one. Yeah, so 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 our, the way our oh, league yeah. is structured right now is Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, Sammy Watkins, Cooper Cup. Exactly. We clearly know that Sammy Watkins is an anomaly because that week one was a... He's there for one game. Yeah, so, you know, so put Cooper Cup in that fifth spot. So you got Mike, Al, uh, Keenan, Godwin, Julio, and Cup. So Cup is he's actually up within these. He he's up there with the the elites, the top of tops. And I do believe in all those guys except for Sammy. True, <laughs> right? But I, depending on where you're at with those guys, if you're on a good team and you have those guys, fine. I'm not. You're right. You're not touching them. Mm-hmm. But if, like I said, if you're with D Hop, OBJ, Thielen, and Diggs. Ooh. And, and, and you know Combs, perfect well, I, segue. That's what I'm thinking. Talk, and I'm thinking of all receivers that's in that same Juju Smith. And the funny thing is, it's not even just receivers because when, when we talk about the Vikings, like it's literally the offense. Exactly. Everybody except Dalvin Cook. Like it's literally Thielen, Diggs, and Cousins. Like mm-hmm. so, talk, talk, talk me about those. Talk me about, I was thinking about, about all those, the wide receiver ones that you. Uh, Thielen, oh yeah, no, Thielen, yeah. Diggs, Juju, Juju's, OBJ, mm-hmm. D Hop. Those are probably the five biggest struggling receivers right now. And none they're of them. all taken in the top 25. Top 10. All taken in the top 25, probably. Top 30. None the, of them in the, the top The latest 10. top 30, maybe Diggs, the latest one taken. The last one taken. But either way, there are the top 30, top mm. 25 players taken in your draft. And all five of them are right outside of the top 20. Bro, I don't even see Diggs on his first page. He's not even on the exactly. first page. And that's the And, that's and my, there's like 40 receivers on the first page. Exactly. Like, so if you're one of those guys, it's like you gotta be real with yourself at some point. Like, yes, I know you love them. Maybe you're a fanboy. Maybe they helped you win your championship last year. But be real. Look at the numbers. And honestly, of all that list, everyone on that list, the only one I can say who's real, who's really real, I would go D Hop just because of the touches, just because of the target share. One of Marcus's uh, biggest mm. words. Target share. He's still commanding a twenty five percent target share. So I'll go one of the somewhere like that. But it's the targets aren't good targets. Exactly. When when it just lofted, when it just lofted <laughs> up there Joe for Watson trying 50, to, 50 balls, so running for his life. Joe Watson flinging it at him. Thanks. <laughs> he really is. The man's running for his life. He, he traded five. They traded three draft picks for Laramie Tunzel. <laughs> they still can't block. They did that. They did that. Hey, yo. You traded three for Tunsil. You still can't block anybody. You drafted old lineman first, second round. You still can't block with Sean Watson. So, just based off what I'm seeing in target share, I probably would maybe get the hop one more week. I'm not maybe trade him, but Thielen, Diggs, OBJ, Juju, I'm out. Who's real? Who's not? Damn, we I don't know. I'm oh, out. Wow. Maybe OBJ. Wow. Maybe OBJ. I'll give him. I'll, you know what? OBJ and D Hop, since their teams are actually competing so and look formidable, I'm in so. But I'm on thin ice. Thin ice. <laughs> the thinnest ice. <laughs> the thinnest ice. Diggs, Thielen, and Juju, I'm out. I'm out. Damn. I can't be even versus the Giants this week. And I'm sure you're a Diggs owner, you're a Thielen owner, you're looking at Childs. Like, yeah, Giants. Janora Jenkins only guard one of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. Everyone's going for the Giants, except for the Washington Redskins. <laughs> so you you're thinking, all right, Dave's stealing. It's gotta be the week. But what if it's not? What if it's Dalvin Cook for another more, buck twenty? Like, yeah, more of the same. You see Kyle Rudolph scampering the end zone somehow. <laughs> Irv Rudolph. Smith. He's the one you don't even think of. Dalvin Cook might catch one. It's just I'm out on all of them. I'm trying to sell all Juju. 
right now, I'm not in trouble. I can tell Juju for right now, honestly. I thought I I've hit a few owners about Juju. Now I'm thinking in my head. I'm, I'm trying to make an offer for Juju. I'm like, what do I even want to give up for Juju? Like, I was gonna say what? Like, I don't even know if somebody. Who the receivers on the list? Me, like, like, am I, I giving up Cortland Sutton for Juju? Like, nah. Joe Flacco throwing that. Joe Flacco looking at. Joe Flacco throwing that. That's a, that's a crazy thing. I, nah, I'm not like, doing that. Am I giving up? Bro, Cortland Sutton is ranked in the top twenty of receivers exactly. right now. Am I giving up? Am I giving up? Should I even go Larry Fitz for Juju? Like, damn, come on! That's I don't know. Like, yo, Larry Fitz number one. Not to, say, not to say disrespectful. You know, you're right. You're right. Because <laughs> yo, there are several. Juju's at three. There are several receivers. Juju, number one, Juju is not in the top. He's not in the top twenty. He's he's actually thirty one. That's only so that one catch he had. Thirty. Was, uh, the one catch he had last week. Yeah, facts. So that's he's changed the whole season. He's out. That's seventy yard <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> he's out. Yeah, because yeah, seventy yard touchdown because he only amassed eighty one yards. Exactly. So literally did nothing else the rest of the game. Yeah, six catches overall with Mason Rudolph. Yeah, but you look at him at 31, and there's there's literally a plethora of receivers over him, and it's like you might rather have like like you said, a, a Larry Fitzgerald. What about a John Brown? John Brown, take John Brown. Do you feel John Brown? I don't throw Josh Allen throwing it up though. Now, even a name that we we were going to mention, but we might as well mention him right now, Philip Dorsett. He's also ahead of Juju. Now I know we're not high on Philip Dorsett, but you know what? Those four. But if you talk about who you rather have, I might. I think I might have Philip Dorsett. Somebody who's going to maximize his. I mean, he doesn't get that many targets. I'm, I'm looking at what is this? Seven, fourteen, twenty, mm-hmm. twenty-three targets for the season so far. Only amassed thirteen, fifteen receptions. So he's he's not really killing the game with, with the exception of week one and week three. But but I know he has a chance to give me something. I don't know what Juju's going to give me. That's the thing. It's like if Mason Rudolph's only going to throw the ball. 18, and that's the thing. It's it's it's, it's, times, a, it's a game script. I don't I don't know what I don't really even know the the direction that the Steelers are trying to move. Because yeah. I mean, like I said, everything looked good Monday. That Monday well, night yeah. game looked great, but the Bengals stink. So and I Juju figured they were just trying. And Juju, Juju didn't did do anything. Juju did nothing. He was literally a three non-factor. Catches, we saw Johnson catches. and we saw the running game, yep. and that was it. So I'm I feel you. I'm 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 out. I'm out of Juju. I was very. I was very adamant to stay on the Juju train, and that was more so from Steelers' love, but that was also from the fact that he was the number one receiver. Oh, yeah. I figured he would see mm-hmm. like something like how Tyler Boyd is, yep. just seeing all the targets because oh, yeah. the number one receiver is out or gone or whatever have you, and it's just like it's not the same. It's not translating the mm-hmm. same, and it's like, damn, Juju, like, is it you? Is it the game script? Like, are you not creating separation? Like, why is nobody finding you? Exactly. Like, why can't they find you, bro? At like, all. like, what's up? At like all. what's like, up? Three catches, dude. Cool. Yeah, like yo. That's why I gotta be out. It's like yeah, and I'm not mad at you for being out. I'm actually with you. I'm actually with you. And, was, and, it, and it, it hit me yesterday. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm trying to make a trade with Juju. I'm like, what do I even offer for Juju? It's like, how can I offer someone getting the like Jordan Howard for Juju? But yeah, I'm not, I can't. Jordan I can't, Howard's I, getting. I couldn't rightfully in my heart. Jordan Howard's getting 15 touches a game. Couldn't do that on the Eagles offense. Yeah, how can I go to Juju only getting three right now? Or who's a, somebody games, like Juju? Juju who's only getting seven targets? Exactly like, seven. Like, Jordan Howard's getting the ball 15 times, like in his gut, getting the yeah, ball 15 like, times, punching his gut, and his catches. So like, as I'm looking, it's like, what do I even want to get over Juju? It's like, damn, he's yeah, he's a 70 yard touchdown away from being Will Fuller. Damn. <laughs> like, honestly. Damn, 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 damn. He is. <laughs> I saw more. I never even heard of Deontay Thompson. We're in James Washington. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. I'm happy Cole. I'm happy Coles is here. Where I'm is so James happy Coles not Washington? Because if Coles is here, he'd be going in right now. Yo. And before we even, I don't even want to. Let's not even do it. James. <laughs> let's not even do that. Let's not even do that. Because there's a couple more players we gotta touch on. Uh, one of them we already talked about his receivers. So talk about him, the man at the helm, Mr. Uh, Kirk Cousins. 
because he he's not it. He's not. He hasn't been it since last season. Um, yeah, I think Kirk has been a solid fancy option these last few years. I think Kirk should just yeah, it's over for Kirk. Right now, he's ranked twenty seven. Yeah, he's done. He's done. he literally hasn't amassed twenty fantasy points as a quarterback all season. And he used to be a oh, we're playing against. He, he used the to Packers, be a stream, playing he, the Packers. He, like, yeah, he was always a streaming. He was always, streaming he was always a streaming. Option. He's always on someone's roster, even on Washington, even in the Washington days. Fat, oh, big he's facts. Always on someone's roster. There's always an option to play quarterback. Yeah, you play the matchup. Team, you're like, okay, you know what? He might. Right he might now, go off. Cousins. I, I don't know what's happening. Get on the bench, Kirk. Get on the waiver wire. I'm taking. Get on the waiver wire. I'm taking every quarterback. Off. Honestly, I'm taking Daniel Jones over him. Yeah. I'm taking. Yeah. I'm taking Dalton. Yeah. Brissett. Like every. I'm taking Derek Carr over him. He's like throwing Tyrell Williams or yeah. TJ Jones or Waller. <laughs> I'm taking everyone over him. Everyone. Yeah. Like Kirk Cousins, you're toast. Yo. Toast Tito's. Honestly, if I'm the Vikings, <laughs> I'm taking that money. You might just eat it and draft the quarterback next year. Trade two first round picks, get a quarterback. <laughs> you said toast Tito's. Uh, talk to me about Josh Gordon. He's also a, a receiver that we uh, we didn't mention him in the midst of receivers. Uh, I know Clooney. Well, you know what? Only reason like, he didn't get mentioned because he wasn't drafted to tie the other guys. True, but he was he was drafted. He was in the sense that we, like you said, Nikhil Harry was hurt. Yep. We really didn't know what the receiving core was going to look like. You would hope that you know he had a. We seen him last year. He had a pretty mm-hmm. pretty decent season. Played the majority of the games. Uh, you know, fought through injury for the most part, but yep. still produced very solidly fantasy wise. So you know, I know especially in our in our league specifically, he was drafted. It's an anomaly, but it was fourth overall. In most leagues, his ADP was about six or seven, mm-hmm. round seven. So it's like, even that's relatively high for Josh Gordon, who you really don't know what's going to happen. So, you know, what, what's your thoughts on Josh Gordon and how he has produced, how he is producing, how he will produce? I'm, out, I'm out on Josh Gordon. Who's real? Who's not? Damn, we just out like that? Yeah. Damn, because... bro, we out. He's very up and down. So 13, 13.3, 1.9, 8.4, 4.6. Those are his last four weeks. Got a matchup yeah. against uh, Washington. Against Washington. No Josh Norman because he was hurt. Stinky. So he looks a little toast anyway. Yeah, yeah. He'd been looking a little beat. PT. Yeah, I think, yeah, a little. <laughs> a little. <laughs> Taylor Gabriel, Gabriel beat you. God damn. A little. Taylor bro. Gabriel beat you? Come on. See Norman. this man limping off the field? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> was like yo, he done done. He is done done. The char marks and all that. But uh, yeah, now talk to me about uh, Josh Gordon. He's ranked 46 overall. He's still a factor within the Patriots offense, even though I don't really know what that means because the Patriots use everybody. Mm-hmm. But he's one of those guys right now. You can you can sell his name, I think, mm. because apparently I tried to trade for him earlier and I was scoffed at. Really? Like he was Josh Gordon on the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> I was scoffed at. I was I was told don't make me over clown offers. Like, I was scoffed at. Oh, wow. Wow. Josh Gordon. And I think people still have those memories of him. Let it go. Even the memory from week one. Of him catching that pass and trucking the fellow on Pittsburgh. Understandable. And running into the end zone. But I don't think people really... And I was on something before the season about my Jets being right there with the Patriots. The only problem with the Patriots, the Jets have been... uh, Sam been sick. But you see, Buffalo have been right there with them also. But Josh, Josh Allen... Stop turning turn the damn ball over. He's ridiculous. And he don't throw any picks. Honestly, if he doesn't throw any picks, 
And they get field goal, they win that game. Yeah, we definitely. They beat themselves. Exactly. Typically. Three picks in the first they half. They overthink. And you got they hurt. They do dumb shit. And then they hit the Yeah, three picks in the first yeah. quarter, then you got hurt. Like, come on, Josh Allen. Get out, get out of it. Like, yo. What kind of game sheet is that? <laughs> three picks in injury. Thanks, Josh Allen. Game, 16 to 10. Buffalo is right there. The Patriots' talent is. N- I don't want to say Tom Brady is taking a step back. But the whole team in general. Oh boy, don't 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 the whole don't, team. don't don't do the Max Kellerman and talk about the I'm not. cliff and he's I'm there. Not. And he's, don't I'm do not. it. Don't. But talk, the whole team right now. Don't talk about a step back. Don't I'm not. Talk, don't do it. I'm not. They're but three, they are four and zero. Riding a, riding a legendary defense right now. The defense is legendary. Now the defense is legendary. Oh man, they're scoring more points. Okay, no, on agree, no the, defense is, the defense is very solid. On a historic pace. The defense right yes. now. Yes. Right now, the defense is at least eliminating two players in the team, maybe three. It's taking out your defense and your flex. Right now, the Patriots right now are taking out your opponent's defense and flex every single week right now. <laughs> and against Washington, are they not going to two picks? Who's, who's going to playing quarterback watching this week? <laughs> I think we're going to pencil Put I, 20 points with the Patriots. I don't know. <laughs> the stats. Start them over 20. Who's running the ball? AP is toast. Thompson is a buck 75 soaking wet. Like, come on. I love you, Chris Thompson, but you're kind of small. Uh, guys, I mean, uh, guys is hurt. Mm-hmm. Askins, Keenum. That could easily be 30 points for the Patriots this weekend. Yeah. So, you look at them, the defense is dominating. Tom Brady isn't throwing that ball that much. Uh, I just don't think Gordon has the same volume as people think he's getting. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm selling him right now. I'm trying to package him with maybe, say I got Gordon, say I got Gordon and a, uh, what a good week, like Jordan Howard a good week. Say I had Gordon and Josh Howard. I'm trying to package them together and get someone maybe in the top 15, top 10. Top 15, probably, in the, in, the, in the overall flex rankings. I'm trying to get somebody in the upper tier. Maybe you guys sell Josh Gordon's name, maybe. Like I said, I got scoffed that earlier. Yeah. But people still think Josh Gordon's going to do big things and do good things this season. But yeah, it's on target volume, his yeah. catch share. The ball goes to Edelman a lot. Dorsett's still Dorsett out there. Is still there. And Kill Harry's coming back off injury. Um, ben Watson's coming off injury now, or suspension, I think. Right. Um, it's uh, James oh, White, Watson. Rex Burkhead, Sonny Michelle's getting the ball 18 times a game. Yeah, too many weapons. And still, Sonny Michelle gets the ball 18 times a game. Yeah. So, like, yeah. he's not going on any places right now, Sonny Michelle. <laughs> but he's still getting the ball 18, 20 times a game. And he right will now. eventually. He yeah, will exactly. Eventually. So, like, he'll get a part. I'm out on Josh Gordon. I think if you can sell him right now off his name, I'm selling him. All right, I got two more for you. Yep. And let's start with the pass catcher, tight end, Mr. George Kittle. Oh, Georgie Porgy. Um, now, he's been very pedestrian this season. Uh, somebody that you drafted, at least in your first three rounds, four rounds possibly. Right now, currently position ranked 22. I want to. I wish I could find George Kittle's stats from last year. I feel like he started the same. I think he started very similar last year. I don't know if I was. I know he ended up really strong, of course. He almost beat me in the playoffs by himself. <laughs> but uh, I don't. I don't think he started off as kick ass as he did during the whole season. But um, I do think George Kittle will bounce back in these upcoming weeks. Um, I think as Jimmy Garopp starts playing a little better, gets a little more comfortable, I'm still sold on George Kittle, especially with his tight end so thin. True. One game, he can be right back top five. Like he easily had five for a, or seven for a buck twenty five and two tugs on Monday. Okay, so let me he give let me give you his 10. first his his first three weeks his stats mm-hmm. this season 20, yep. 2019. Eight for fifty four, three for fifty four, six for fifty seven. Obviously, no touchdowns, so mm-hmm. that amassed for five point four, five point four, five point seven. Mm-hmm. 
His stats in the first three games last year, 5 for 90, 2 for 22, and 5 for 79. Like I said. Again, none yep. of those, no touchdowns, mm-hmm. nothing. So same, same, as same. I, like I, you said, as the as same, I I remember Kittle same was slow in... type of start. Obviously more yardage mm-hmm. last season, but you know, not necessarily fantasy production that you're looking yep. for from a tight end as you draft at least this year in the third round. And I was or fourth or whatever happened. And his big production obviously came when Nick Mullins was made well, Jimmy Gobble, I think Jimmy Gobble got hurt. Yeah. He did most of his and like said, and, it, and that was literally week four, and we I'm looking at the week four numbers. Six receptions yep. for a buck twenty five. Yep. <laughs> like and, and that's, that's when everything just Jimmy started. Just hurt. I think Jimmy Grob got hurt week two. Week three was first game moans. Week two, week four when moans and things back to normal. I think after the bye week, I think Jimmy Garopp and Kittle get back on the same track, get back on a good page. Um they don't really have a dominant pass catcher between Pettis and Goodwin and Debo. Yeah, they're just there. They just So run. I think Kittle Versus a Cleveland team that can be had. They're missing a lot of players in secondary. I do think Kittle has a good week versus week versus, uh, versus Cleveland and gets on a good foot. I'm so I'm so I'm still sold on, on Kittle. I'm so sold on him. Like I said, he had slow last year. I thought he had I thought he started yeah, off slow no, last you, year. No, you're right, you're right on the ball with that. Right you're on right the ball with that. Because he had literally the same the, a similar slow start. Obviously a, a slight difference in yardage and receptions, but in terms of fantasy production, you're looking at the same kind of amount of points. Like, yeah, I didn't remember him being uh Dominant guy right away last year. He had yeah. huge games, of course, at during, during the season, as the season progressed. But I do think the same thing will happen this year. Kittle uh, will take off starting this week probably, and then he'll be fine for the rest of the season. I'm still sold on Kittle. I'm so fine. He is, but he is a buy low candidate right now. If you can go get your hands on Georgie Porgy, the Stone Cold Killer. Oh, guess what? In our go league, I got him and I ain't selling him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what y'all talking about. He, he ain't if selling you, you nothing. Can, ain't you can find nothing. a way to get your hands on Georgie Porgy. He's, he's home. While he's low, I go get him. Yeah, but no, this is the time for y'all to talk to me if y'all want to talk to me. Who's real? Who's not? And uh, Combs, let me end it off with uh, Mr. Joe Mixon uh, out there in us. <clears throat> Pardon me, in the Cincinnati, the 38th ranked running back currently. Posting 1.7, 2.7, 15.4, and 6.3, respectively, in the last four weeks. Uh, we did mention he has a very comfortable matchup with the Arizona Cardinals approaching for this week five. So talk to me about Mr. Mixon and if we see any type of uptick. He does face a couple formidable defensive after this Arizona uh, pillow fest, pillow fight. So he does face Baltimore, Jacksonville, and the Rams. So, like I said, some formidable defensive. They haven't been performing great this season, but, you know, we know what they're built of. We know what they are. So, uh, told me about uh, Mixon. Do we see him rebounding? I'm looking at his second half of the season. Relatively easy, with the exception of uh, maybe Baltimore and Cleveland defenses that he has to go against, and Pittsburgh, depending on how they, uh, you know, bounce back and, you know, come to shape uh, with this new defense. But uh, told me about Mr. Mixon. I... Ugh. I've never. I'm out. I'm out on Joe Mixon. I was about to say you never. You never really. Been I high never on Mixon, loved though. Joe. Yeah, you, I love his talent. I love him as a player. I love him in Oklahoma, but just him on the Bengals. This isn't. It doesn't, it's, isn't it. doesn't do anything for you. It, yeah. it doesn't do anything for me. And he's one of those players like Mixon is like he's a high end fish bait. He's high end trade bait. <laughs> That's what he is. And I can take Joe Mixon. And I can take Mixon. And I can take uh, Brandon Cooks. And I can take Corbin uh, uh, Sutton or somebody or or someone doing decent numbers right now or Terry McLaurin 
and go get me a, a top tier player. That's why I, th- that's why I think Joe Mixon's best value is right now. Wow. In general. I never. Wow. What is the last? What's the last? What's the season of Joe Mixon? Besides the one game versus me, we looked amazing versus Buffalo. <laughs> 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 you, that happens every single year. Every year I play against Joe Mixon, he kills me. Now, granted, maybe because I come on the podcast, kill him every single week. I was about to say he every might, single year he might listen. Like I don't know, he might be listening. Every single year versus me, he kills me every single year. But um, no, like I said, he hasn't. Like, so I'll, I'll say his rushing numbers: six for ten versus Seattle, eleven for seventeen versus San Fran, fifteen for sixty. With a receiving touchdown versus Buffalo. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> and then 15 for 62 versus Pittsburgh last week. So, uh, like I said, it hasn't been pretty. It hasn't been pretty. It's been, been literally pedestrian. This is definition of pedestrian that, that we're looking at right now. With the, with the exception of that one game versus Buffalo versus you, week three, nothing. And this has been my biggest problem with Joe Mixon is that for someone with all his talent and his skills, he should easily be a top seven running back every single year. But for some reason, this doesn't happen. Whether it be the old line, injuries, Andy Dalton, Marvin Lewis, Marvin Lewis, team. for many years, it just doesn't happen. And I always look at Mixon as he's a RB two. He's always been a high, high he's RB2. Been higher RB two. Yeah, always of to course. Me. But I always look at his best value is that. You can go get someone really great if you have him on your team. That's my that's my big. I'm I'm off mixing, but I'm off him as don't like of course you don't. You're off him as like the centerpiece for a yes, team or yeah. a high a high point for your team. He's more so trading. Yep. Me. If I'm two and two, three and one with mixing, I'm trying to package him with some other good pieces I have. Maybe have, have mixing Alshon mm. and say I have Waller. Mm. Say I have mixing Alshon Waller, and I'm calling someone at one and three with. With a uh, maybe uh, D Hop? No, I was like D Hop. That, 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 that might be too much for D Hop right now. That might be too much for D Hop. It might be, but that I might mean, be too much for D Hop right now. Damn, really? Sheesh. It might be. It might be. Damn. Damn. But if I'm looking at trading mixing, yeah, I can maybe get like a, I would say Mark Ingram maybe, because I know he's getting the ball a ton of red zone opportunities. Um, yeah, if you can move Mixon and something like Alshon for Ingram or somebody. I'm not saying Ingram's a better player than Mixon, but the opportunity is so much better and so much more fruitful, I should say. That's how, that's how I look at Mixon right now. If I can go get me a, say, the person with CMC or Dalvin Cook is one and three. Like, one of my leagues, Dalvin Cook is on a one and three team. Damn. Yeah, and I have Mixon. I mean, I'm not even that far off. I'm two and two, and yeah. I got Dalvin. I got Dalvin and CMC, and I'm two and two. Yeah, that happens. Say injuries, say other people, whatever. But um, Cam Newton. That, yeah. That's my flop. Say you have CMC and Dalvin, and you have Mixon. Say you have Mixon or Cooks or Mixon nice other pieces, but you're a center. And you can sell that to somebody. Mixon's giving you... Yo, you're not gonna score all three of them. I know you don't have mixing, but don't try to sell me a little trades right now. I see what you're trying to do right now. Trying to tell me a little packages that you would throw for Dalvin and CMC. I see what you're doing. Oh, right no, no. I see what you're doing, Low. You're low key. But, that's, but, that, <laughs> but depending on where somebody's at, like, if you're one of three with Dalvin being as great, like, we might have to talk about you making changes because he's been amazing, Dalvin. CMC, yes, Dalvin, they have. Those, Kamara. If you're 0 4 1 3 with those guys, like, you know what? You might just make changes. You might just need move. to be you made. Might make moves. <laughs> yeah, like, like, nothing against real. you, but it ain't happening right now. Yeah, it's really and not you. You can you. sell them for a whole new team. I take a look at it. 
You so, did that last year. You literally did that last year. It I, works. Your you whole find, squad reshaped. I like, did my whole team last year. Yo, <laughs> that was crazy. I did my whole team. Take note. Like, Take note. And it easily happened. Just find a team that's really good. Find a team that your team may be struggling. And, and, and the teams that are 4-0, 3-1, they're always riding high. They're always thinking the big kahuna. And you can sell them a top player and take all their underlings that are doing very well. And they can help you out more places than once than one. So as I look at Mixon, if I can take Mixon, if I'm a if I'm a big Kahuna, <laughs> and I got Mixon on my team still, say I got Dalvin, but I also have Mixon as a second running back, and I have Godwin as a receiver, but you want a number one guy as a receiver, maybe mm-hmm. do call Mixon and whoever else I have. Maybe I have Mixon, Hollywood, and someone else, and I do go for that for D Hop. I wouldn't mind doing that. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, no, that 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 that's feasible. That, that, that's, that, that's feasible. That, that's, not, that's not even something to scoff at. Or Julio off a bad week. Off a bad week. I'm yeah. happy you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any Julio and DeAndre. Like that's that's that don't oh, even yeah. add up right but now. I think that's, that's Mixon's best trait. Go get you a top tier guy with Mixon. And it's not only Mixon. I know. There's a bunch of running backs. Mixon in a certain, yeah. a lot of other Every players. Every running back in that tier, two, three range. It's just Mixon is like the best trade base. Exactly. Right now. Exactly. <laughs> He's like and the, the best running, bait. And of all the running backs in that tier, two, three range, he probably he'll bring back the, yeah, yeah. He'll bring back he the run, biggest he return catch, on investment. He's in the passing game. He's a legit three down back. The Bengals just terrible. And he's a legit 15 yeah. to 20 carry guy on a, on a good day. Oh, yeah. But it's just, like you said, the Bengals fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> like they fucking suck. All right, Combs, yo, brother man, it was a great talk, yes, solid sir. episode, yes, sir. week four recap, week five preview, who's real, who's not, we broke it down, some buy high, sell low, et cetera, et cetera. Man, solid episode. Clooney will be back next week. Catch this episode up on the website, www.pastorprime5.com. Always follow us and check out the stories, the posts, the highlights on our Instagram, on our Twitter, at pastorprime 5 For the podcast, for Clooney, I'm your boy Johnny Dubs. For Combs, this is the Two Colds Fantasy Show. It's the Two Colds Fantasy Show. Week six. It's the Two Colds Fantasy Show. Two cold fantasy show. Clooney back. It's the two cold fantasy show. Two cold fantasy show. The Steelers won. It's the two cold fantasy show. It's the two cold fantasy show. She like, I wanna go shopping. New Gucci is dropping, I wanna go cop it. Heard the purses is popping. And bake it to blicky, cause niggas be plotting. You know that I got it. Deposit the check, then we'll draw the deposit. You my Pocahontas. Now check your Chanel, 20 bins in the pocket. Thank you, little daddy. I know I be snappy, don't mean to be catty But bitches be trying they luck like I won't knock it buck like I won't pull up gladly They just be aggy Cause they cannot have me, them hoes don't be happy